The review which you're about to see is an account of a viewing which befell a group of three podcasters, in particular Joe Lascola and his co-host Sean O'Rourke. It is all the more tragic that it was voluntary, but had they lived very, very long lives, they could not have expected nor would they have wished to see another direct sequel in a franchise that should have been kept at rest. For them, an idyllic look back on an iconic cannibalistic family became a nightmare. The events of that day were to lead to a discussion of one of the most bizarre sequels in the annals of horror film history. Texas Chainsaw Massacre. The Next Generation. Note, please be advised that for the most complete version of this account, a VHS thought to be lost was used. At these points, a drop in quality can be noticed. Regards. Narrator Guy. Hey, what's up? Welcome to Movie Dumpster Season 5, Episode 3. Today we're talking about the return of the Texas Chainsaw Massacre, a.k.a. Texas Chainsaw Massacre, The Next Generation, from 1994, directed by Kim Henkel. I'm Joel Escola. I'm Sean O'Rourke. And I'm Tony from Hack the Movies. Welcome to the Dumpster. Yeah, so here we are. We're back. Well, we're you're in the video dungeon for the first time. I'm here so we are. excited to be here. <laughs> I was just saying before, my, my game that I'm playing in here is like, what in this room did I used to own or currently own? <laughs> that blob, I have that. <laughs> oh, from, from Ryan Hickey from Monster FX, maybe. Yes, yes, yes. And what do I want to own? Carnosaur 2. The clock. clock. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's a, you know, that it's a good one. You might you might find that missing later. Anyway, what's up? <laughs> there's just, a, there's just a, the sunspot where it is on the wall. Oh. Yeah, so if you come up, if you need to be up to speed, we were on Tony's show, Sean and I. We talked about the worst Texas Chainsaw Massacre Which movie. did surprisingly well. That episode did really well. Well, hopefully this episode I'm, does well. Hopefully, I, yeah. I, I, ideally, I want them all to do well. But I was like, oh, how, how into Texas Chainsaw are people? Apparently a lot. I mean, you have that, you add, you know, the the hack the movies formula and you combine it with a little, uh, I don't know, dumpster juice to get us on there, <laughs> you, you know, you shake that cocktail up, more, baby. More people wanted us to talk about eight Leatherface movies than they did one Scream movie, so I was shocked. <laughs> I was like, who would have guessed? This guy. Who would have guessed? <laughs> um... Yeah, so the so go check that out and where we ranked this movie particular. But we but we told you this was coming, so here it yes, is, baby. Yes. Um, so I'm glad we're focusing on this one because there's specifically a, there's a lot to get into the, uh, this one. <laughs> this is the this is really the odd movie out in this series. There's there's other movies in this series that aren't great, but this one is so unique. Yeah, <laughs> uniquely strange. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's we talked about it on the show a little bit. It's so funny that both. Uh, returning like uh, people who did the first one. Yeah, they both returned and went into this comedic <laughs> horror route, but in two very different ways. Yeah, I I, I don't know why. Is, okay, so this movie's directed by Kim Hankel. Yeah, who is the what the original writer that wrote with Toby Hoopy, Toby Hooper, Toby Hoopy, Toby Hoopy, <laughs> Toby Hoopy. I love Toby Hoopy. <laughs> yeah, Toby Hoopty. Um, His movie Pulte Guys. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> the ghosty movie. <laughs> Um. Yeah, it's Kim Ankle writing. Uh, was one of the was one of the original writers on the first film. So he comes back and he writes this one and directs this one. Yeah. Um. I 
claiming that he was like, oh, yeah, we're going back to basics, baby. We're going back to that first movie and we're going to make this the definitive oh, a definitive sequel to Texas Chainsaw Massacre. It's really not. I no. mean, it's just, it's just another Texas Chainsaw yeah. Massacre. Another one. Because it's like, oh, he's got another family again. <laughs> and it's maybe are we even sure? I feel like this is, I'm starting to feel with these movies that. Leatherface is almost like a leprechaun where like, it's not the, I don't think people realize it's not the same leprechaun no. in each movie. They just all look alike. It's Warwick Davis, but they're all different. It's Warwick Davis, yeah. but it's ne- except for Leprechaun it, Returns. Yes. Even Back to the Hood is not the same leprechaun from In the Hood. From In the Hood, yeah. They're all different leprechauns <laughs> with apparently different sets of rules and stuff. And I'm starting to think Leatherface is like, there must just be multiple Leatherfaces. <laughs> like, that would justify why they have multiple names. Uh, yeah, I-, I was thinking about that, too, because I was thinking, like, just to go off on a different angle from that theory, no. is, like, I wonder if there's just, like, obviously it's not the same house in every movie. Well, let's just say there's one Sawyer house, and every time Leatherface is, like, the last one standing and another group of crazies comes in, is like, hey, he came with the house. <laughs> He's a pretty good butcher. Yeah, oh, no, that's what that's basically what happens in 3D. He's like, yeah. oh, you, you, your cousin came with the house. He's in your fucking yeah. basement. Oh, well, well, well you yeah. know, as, as, chainsaw we learned, monster. as we learned from this film, that the uh, Illuminati probably <laughs> reassign him to different bad guys. Yeah, which on this second viewing for this episode, I have some more thoughts about that that we'll get to when we I get there. Yeah. I, I, I think it's a pretty interesting angle. I mean, that's why this one sticks out. Yeah, yeah. We'll we'll, we'll get to final thoughts very, and things like that. Yeah, very memorable. Yeah, of all the ones after two. Yeah, this is the most memorable, except for what's her face in three D. Do your thing, cuz. That's probably oh. and, and fun bags. And what's her face in the the remake? But even then, Jessica Biel. Those are just memorable people. Yeah. But this is the movie that you remember the most things. In. Oh, sure, yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just so off the wall. So yeah. there's two cuts to this film. Yes. All right. There's a director's cut that runs 94 minutes, and then there's the theatrical cut, which runs 87 minutes. Yes. Yeah. Um, we all for for the review we did over on Hack the Movies, we did um, we watch we all watched the director's cut. Yes. Which cuts did we watch today, folks? I because HBO Max had the theatrical cut. Okay. So I went back and watched the theatrical cut, which is all I ever saw before you said. Gotcha. Me. Yeah. The other one when I would watch this on like HBO and Showtime and be like this. I used to not like this movie as a kid. Now I kind of love it. But yeah, yeah. So I, I went back. So it was cool seeing them. They're almost the same, but like, it's nice. Now that I haven't seen the director's cut, it kind of fixed some of my issues. I sure. had with the original, but anyway, yeah. which one? I just watched the directors again because I didn't know it was on HBO Max and I couldn't get a physical <laughs> copy in time. So I was like, you know what? I have this. Joe gave this uh, to me. I'm uh, going to rewatch it. No, no, Sean, you know, I got a pretentious answer. It'd be like, you respect the director's vision. Yes. And to watch oh. anything less would be a uh, disrespect to them. Like, that's why you uh, only watch the Snyder cut. True. I mean, I am a big Kim Hankel uh, fanboy. <laughs> yeah. I love everything she does. She's a great director. <laughs> yeah. And, she's uh, great. Kim. <laughs> she's so good. Kimber- Kimberly Hankel. I love her. <laughs> One of my favorite directors, without a doubt. Shelly was a man, you Philistine. <laughs> yeah. It's yeah, weird, right? <laughs> <laughs> but yes, I watched the, the, the director's cut again. Yeah. I also watched the theatrical cut yeah. because we watched the director's cut for your yeah, reviews. Yeah. So everything was very fresh in my head. I like watch if there's like yeah. two movies with like very different cuts and this one's not there in certain sections. It's very different. So but like I like to watch both cuts and see what's what's different. And now before we get into this, because we have the whole backstory of this, we're going to get Correct. into and then the movie itself. But I have a question. Maybe you can't you guys can't answer this till we get into it. But is this like a Halloween six situation where there's like 
a lot of big differences or is no, it like little no, shit? No, 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 no. It's not like there's a lot of character stuff is cut out or it's, trimmed. It's almost okay. purely pacing yeah. issues. There, there's not like big story beat except for the one big one in the beginning. There's not big yeah. story beats. Move. There, there are scenes moved around for okay. whatever yes. fucking reason. I did read about the opening that yeah. that was cut in the theatrical, sure. which, yeah, which takes they, the whole punch out of the whole movie. But we'll talk. Yeah, because they mentioned it later on. And I guess they were like, well, we mentioned it later on, so we don't need to see it. I'm like, well, you mentioned it way too late. But yeah, yeah, I know I, I'm already my brain is swimming with all these thoughts from what the <laughs> hell else is going on, I, I would have missed that completely yeah. if I was a viewer yeah. like in the theater. And you know something else that we did a little too late? I, I don't want to get in trouble here. I know most of the people watching and listening to this know who you are, Tony. Yeah. But I don't want to get accused of not introducing somebody on our <laughs> oh, show. Oh, God. Oh, I know God. this is Wait like, a second. He introduced himself. No. I introduced... <laughs> I'm, I'm kind of maybe playing a little... I'm being facetious, playing up a you joke on to Tony's introduce... show here a bit. Yeah, you but... have to introduce people properly. Yeah. <laughs> so, Tony... Who are you again? What are you doing yeah. here? You've been on the show like five times, yeah. but just in case. I always have to introduce... I'm Tony from Hack the Movies, very famous and important. Yes. And but, def- but, but I'm not rich and famous yet. Patreon.com slash... <laughs> Hack the movies. Uh, you know, uh, I got some commentaries on Bandcamp.com. Hack the movies, and uh, I got a merch store. There you go. And yeah. Then next time I'll be rich, famous, and important. <laughs> and don't forget that we did the Jack Frost two episode with Tony. We yes. did what did we do? We did uh, of unknown origin last year. <laughs> oh, yeah. We did uh, the changeling. The changeling. We did Pumpkinhead two. Oh god. There's some good episodes good in in the backlog. Yeah. So go check those out. And thanks to everyone who bought a Jack Frost two Blu-ray and said they loved the commentary track, even though it was set to the wrong cut of the movie uh it's been fixed okay been fixed. okay you're welcome or it for is being fixed whoever won that, thanks uh, for letting me know by the way i didn't get a copy of that blu-ray oh no and like my inbox blew up people asking me like what to do about it. i'm like i don't fucking know <laughs> i didn't do the blue well whoever won the the trashing through snow prize pack you're welcome <laughs> I, I believe it was well, Brandon Kent. I believe. Hold on to the proof of purchase and check out the distributor. They they did a whole yeah. thing for why you can do it. But I, people have told me they like the commentary, so I want to thank them. And speaking well, of commentary, we'll just roll right in that perfect hey, transition. Go for it. You are you are the you're the pusher, man. Uh, do yeah, it. we we also call in the pusher. <laughs> yeah, we also have uh, as part of this Texas Chainsaw tail end of the month here. Uh, we're gonna have a commentary track with Tony. Yeah. Uh, on. What, what is this movie called? Leatherface, Leatherface colon, the, the Texas, Texas Chainsaw, Chainsaw Massacre, Massacre 3. Leatherface, Texas Chainsaw Massacre 3. Uh, which... And I hope we do. By the way, we haven't recorded it yet, so... There, there's a chance like we we stop recording this and then yeah. like a meteorite comes through the wall and it never gets made and we look like liars. The tape is going to explode <laughs> uh, as as we're as we're doing this. Yeah. Somehow the episode still. Gets <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Be like those liars. <laughs> uh, but you, you'll be able to get that for five and ten dollar tiers over patreon.com slash movie dumpster. And uh, it will also be available on uh, Tony's Patreon that he already mentioned. Yes. Yeah, so just just subscribe to both. Do yeah. both. Do yourself yeah. a solid. Be like, oh, I got ten bucks. I'm gonna go sign up for five dollars <laughs> on Hacked Movies and Movie Dumpster. It's like a Big Mac. Yeah. It's anyway, the same now cost. That, now that we've introduced and chilled. Yes. Uh, <laughs> now we can move on with the actual topic. To 
I love to do. One day I'm just going to do an episode of my show where it's just chilling. And I'm like, don't worry, guys. We'll, we'll get back to the Godfather in a second. But I want to make just three hours of just Make chilling. sure you like and subscribe this video. <laughs> MovieDumpsterPodcast.com. So anyway, Godfather's good. Anyway. That's <laughs> All right. So back to Texas Chainsaw Massacre, the next generation, yes. a.k.a. the return of the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. So, okay. So, so like we were talking about, this film has two cuts. Yeah. It premieres uh, in 95 at the South by Southwest Film Festival mm -hmm. to glowing reviews, apparently. Really? So Columbia Pictures. I can, you know what? I can see people, you know, like in a film festival setting being like, oh, here we go. Another slasher and seeing how it's so different and like crazy and off the wall compared to Text Chainsaw 3 where it's like, oh, yeah. faces in the woods again. I can see people being like, I did not expect it to be that nuts. That's great. I mean, it is that kind of thing though, yeah. right? Like, yeah. oh, it's totally subverted expectations. Yes. I, I, and I mean, the performances have to be the reason why people like this movie I can in the, see from the get-go. crowd at a film festival being okay with this movie whereas if it had a general theatrical release people would be like what the fuck is this, fuck this yeah you got people that are a little bit more ready for something weird at a, yeah. at a film festival yeah. yeah mick garris was in the back clapping i'm sure he he's always talking about going to these festivals so don't disparage mick garris I, you don't know if i am yet i mean unless you saw that other review you know how i feel about this film that might be that's a positive for mick garris <laughs> we love you mick so love mick so uh so Columbia Pictures sees this and it does well in the at the at the South by Southwest Festival. They buy it for one point three million dollars. How good did Leatherface Texas Chainsaw Three do in theaters? Like, <laughs> I guess it did well. I mean, they okay. made real cheap. Well, so I no, guess they turn a profit. To your point, which we're going to talk about on that commentary track on Patreon. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that there was there was a, a shortage of films like that during when that came out. Okay, it, but. I'm going to uh, contend that with a few other things because there were there was there maybe weren't specifically right. slashers coming out at the time that were great, but there was other horror that was still coming out. Yeah. So the big thing for for Texas Chainsaw Three was that it was a horror movie to go see in the movies again with like a heavy hitter. Okay. Right. Because I was going to say like I wouldn't have spent too much on the. I, Buying this, I wouldn't want to know how well that did right. before I bought this. Well, yeah. that's also true. But like, yeah. when the fuck does Nightmare, when does uh, uh, Freddy's Dead come out? Isn't that like 92? It's around this. Or, yeah, or around, 90, somewhere. I think it's around this time, yeah. yeah. Maybe Freddy's I'm Dead's fun. At <laughs> says you. Freddy's yeah. Dead. I, 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 yeah. <laughs> I, you, another, you, you're the meta man. Except Ghostbusters. I try Apple. not to be. I try not to be the meta man. It just it just happens. Like I don't know why. I, I think Freddy's dead may be on the docket. No promises, but we, oh, geez. it's come up a couple times in conversations. Well, we'll definitely watch it in 3D. Oh, of course. There's no <laughs> other way we can watch it. I of think course. I have the I have the fucking actual glasses up there. Oh, that's awesome. I, I remember just a real quick aside, uh, when me and Joe first kind of became friends. This is going like a while back yeah. now, but you had the 3D, Friday the 13th, and Jaws 3D. And I remember at the time, I don't know if you had had, you just got the tapes or you've were you you've had them, but you didn't have the, the glasses. And we watched Jaws 3D, I think, specifically, because you were like, oh, I got these fucking 3D glasses. I can finally watch it the way that I'm supposed to. And it was like, all right, movie's a little, it's still Jaws 3, which <laughs> I, I will still argue that is better than 2 and 4. However, it's still Jaws 3. Mm -hmm. But just the novelty of that, I don't know. It's just, Even in 2022, it's still really cool. Well, to your point. The novelty. I, I had gotten those from Chiller, I think. Oh, and maybe. it was like, holy shit, there was a bootleg of the 3D versions of them. So that was the that was God, fun. Yeah. By the way, ra ranking Jaws sequels is like, the, <laughs> it's like It's like the tagline for Alien vs. Predator. Whoever wins, we, <laughs> we, we lose. We lose. Yeah. I don't know. I'm, I'm a big fan of 3 and 4. <laughs> 
Three will definitely be the most entertaining, yeah. entertaining out of that yeah, bunch. For sure. Anyway. I will say four, there's a lot of material. <laughs> Michael Caine drives a fucking helicopter and fights a, a, a shark. You got you got to look up the novelization of that movie. C.B. Smith. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it, now well, it's a done deal. There's voodoo and shit. Sign me up. Is that how he knows the fucking the, the think, Brody family? I've never read it myself, but that's what I've been told. Oh, oh yes. man. So anyway, Texas Chainsaw. Texas so yeah, Texas, yeah, yeah. Texas Chainsaw. Uh, <laughs> te- excuse me. Not the just Texas Chainsaw Massacre of the Next Generation. No so, time uh, for the- so, <laughs> so, so, um, so yeah, it, it it flops at the box office. They spend like they said they're going to spend like five hundred thousand mm-hmm. dollars to push the movie. Comes out theatrical. They only released to like twenty theaters or some sh- shit like that. Mm-hmm. The first theatrical run of the Return of the Texas Chainsaw Massacre only makes like forty four thousand dollars. They I- just dropped <laughs> one point three million. For the rights to, for distribution, yeah. and then spend and then another. They just f- barely distributed it. I don't know why. Were they going to put it in on video, and they just needed a theatrical run? They first? were going to do that. Okay. So then, um, as Renee Zellweger and Matthew McConaughey are coming up in their respective places in Hollywood, yeah, they they take the movie that flopped, <laughs> they recut it, retitle it "Texas Chainsaw Massacre: of The Next Generation." Uh, excuse me, it did get distribution in Japan on Laserdisc as the return of the Texas Chainsaw oh, okay, Massacre. Okay. Not home video for the US yet. Okay. So in 97 or or 96 or 95, they're gonna they're gonna push this. Okay. But by this time, Jerry Maguire's out. Yeah. Um contacts out. <laughs> contacts just about to come out. So they're like, oh shit. Let's just fucking let's pick up this piece of shit that failed. This this happens all the time. And they just they recut it. Yeah. Stupid cuts for whatever reason, uh, retitled it, and they go to release it in theaters, and and they so they contact Renee Zellweger and uh, uh, Matthew McConaughey's agents, yeah. and they're like, no, <laughs> you, you, you're not putting our fucking names, our their our actors, uh, our clients' names on this shit. Yeah, they're I'm, like doing like a list material. They they don't, they don't want people to know they're in Texas Chainsaw <laughs> no. Four. I, like, mean, <laughs> I mean, they are the top two actors in this yeah. film, so it does make kind of sense. But yeah, like this happens all the time, and I, I I brought in some examples, but um, most recently Brie Larson, mm. she was in a movie called oh, was it Bismati Blues? Did I talk about this on the episode? I think I might have talked about this on the episode. I'm not. I don't remember. But it's a movie they shot in like 2013 or something, and it's about like she goes to India to help all these Indians with a problem that they have, and it kind of falls into the white savior trope. If you care uh, about that, okay, something where that actress today would not do it. No, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so yeah. like the movie sat on a shelf, and then like she gets she gets the Oscar, and then like right around Captain Marvel, they're like, all right, we're ready to put the movie it, it, out. <laughs> And it looks terrible. It looks awful. <laughs> like that movie already had enough going against it, and then it had that. Yeah, this uh, is Columbia, by the way. Yes. And what are they doing? They're chasing a buck in the in the nineties. You know, you know, like what, that? you know, my favorite example of this. It's not a movie, but uh, who's the who's Kate from Lost? The Lost. Oh yeah, Evangeline yeah, yeah, Lilly. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. Evangeline oh, okay. Lilly. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah. The chick from the from yeah, the yeah. Hobbit sequel. Uh, do you know what I'm about to bring up? I don't. I just remember that she you, was not a great actress on Lost, and somehow she keeps <laughs> getting roles in feature picture pictures. So, so uh, there was, you know, those. Uh, those sex hotlines. Oh, you are fucking kidding me. She's in an ad for that? She's in an ad for it that they ran, I want to say, until 2012, 2013, like way after Lost. They were run it late at night. Oh. She was in one when she was young. And and then as she got popular, they're like, well, we got permission. Yeah. We're allowed to do this. So, <laughs> if you, so realistically, you would watch an episode of Lost. And then at three in the morning, if you're still watching TV, you could see the girl from Lost being like, 
I'm on live chat. Call me now. Like, <laughs> oh, yeah. That's the lady from the show. Somebody's watching that for the reasons. The, the escaped criminal who murdered her father in a fiery explosion. Spoilers. I, love, I, want, I want Ant-Man 3 to be like, Paul Rudd from this movie, this movie, Evangeline Lilly from The Hobbit, Lost, and those commercials. Paul Rudd <laughs> from Halloween 6. From Halloween 6. <laughs> oh, and God Clueless. So it's a big fucking fiasco. Mm-hmm. But they end up releasing the movie again, a home video and a sh- another short theatrical run with like no promotion. And they're no. not allowed to use either of their names in it. No. So like, could you imagine going to the theater and be like, oh, that's that fucking guy. <laughs> Oh, that's that chick yeah. from Empire Records. And it's not right. supposed to be a surprise like uh, Gary Oldman and Hannibal where he went no. uncredited. Yeah, it's yeah. like, it's like, oh, but they're not even, they're not even hiding. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> Somebody yeah. goes there uncredited. In Robin this. Williams was in a movie, but what was it? Shakes the Clown or something? Oh, oh yeah. That, yeah. yeah. Go but, back episode. Uh, oh, Jesus. It's, in the, it's in the early season it's three. Season, put it that way. Is it early season three or two? It's definitely. I don't three. know, but he's uncredited in that movie. He's yeah. wearing makeup. Uh, oh, he's a mime. He's a mime. Yeah, you it's gotta climb fucking... that giant dick, guys. Like mime Jerry, dude. It's hilarious. Yeah, yeah but I was just saying, like, but that's not this case. Yeah, like, yeah. you turn it on, you're like, that's a Jerry Maguire girl. What's she doing in this? <laughs> yeah. No, yeah, you're right. And you get, oh, we'll get to McConaughey. Yeah, cameo. <laughs> that's a cameo exactly. Whereas this is this is the lead two roles yeah. in the film. Oh, big time. He's the main villain. Yeah. Oh, yeah. even besides Leatherface. Yeah, Vilmer, and they didn't mention any of the advertising, or I'm sure they showed I, it, but they probably couldn't say it by name. I don't name. know if they were legally allowed to do it. Uh, anyway, it opens up for its second theatrical run in in what '97, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was '97, yeah. And it only made, and then it only makes like fifty three thousand dollars. So, like the collective theatrical two theatrical runs of this film, the collective <laughs> profit was one hundred eighty six thousand dollars it's probably honestly made more money now just from other, us and other reviewers covering it well, over the, the years the status alone in this movie you know what i mean yeah. i mean that's well, why we're doing it now i will say they played it on like hbo and cinemax like all early the in the morning or late at night all the time and i get i am we we talked about it in the review we did with you but like i remember seeing this on the shelf yeah and being like what is this because this poster is awesome but mm. In the video store that I went to, they had it flipped around like this a lot yeah, of the time. I remember. Do you I remember, remember when I it was remember flipped? I remember this box, yeah. Um, and I guess because they thought it was the front too, because it's like the way that it's laid oh, out on yeah. the back. And I'd be like, that is, this used to freak me out as if a kid. Looks could kill. He wouldn't need a chainsaw. <laughs> and then I was just like, that's a man. That's Leatherface. <laughs> I was like, I, just, I, I didn't even know who Leatherface was at this point. I I had a, I had seen two for sure. I at this point I'd seen none of this. Was actually, probably yeah. the first one I saw because yeah. it was on HBO. Yeah. Uh, and I probably didn't even realize Texas Chainsaw was a thing. was a thing thing. Yeah. My mo- my mother notoriously is into horror movies and that's like where i i mean that's so, where I so get all my family from. i guess they just weren't big text chains and then like could be before the remake came out i don't I did like, they say did they see Leatherface, uh, the texas chains of Masquerade 3 um i remember like a year before the remake came out i ended up watching like the first two and liking them mm. yeah my dad was always big on on texas chains so he had the fucking poster like the original with Leatherface on the front yeah. with the girl on the meat hook oh yeah but my mom just helicopter parent kind of shit just didn't let me watch any of that stuff for years he tried to get me to watch this stuff he wasn't allowed and then you know as i got into like middle school then it was like all right well, maybe you can watch texas you gotta leave all the lights on but you can watch it you can watch you can watch jaws Did you have nightmares as a kid is that why they didn't let you watch it i mean i'm sure I, the only movie that gave me nightmares when i first saw because i thought like when i was five and it was like the first horror movie i actually sat through was halloween really it scared the shit out of me the only two things that ever i had nightmares as a kid were alf 
and uh, Chucky. Those were the two things. I mean, I get it. The only uh, movie I remember, I'm sure other movies gave me nightmares, but the one that gave me like really bad nightmares was Fantasia. The brooms scared me. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The brooms didn't scare me, but that giant fucking demon that comes out in the middle, that got me. Nah, that was fine. It was the brooms that really got under my skin because like they had no face and they kept killing him and they kept coming back. If I was in that situation, I'm like, what do I do? That's It's a very intense scene where Mickey is the with the sorcerer's apprentice like zapping the fucking yeah. brooms. Anyway, yeah. that's been your Disney minute. <laughs> Texas Chainsaw Origins. So so let's fast forward. I think it's a couple of years ago. Shout Factory acquires the rights to distribute mm. the Texas Chainsaw Massacre the next generation. Or excuse me, Texas Chainsaw Massacre colon next generation. Finally. Finally. We I mean, were all waiting. I couldn't wait for a Blu-ray of this. Sean called me all the time. He's like, why isn't it out yet? I'm like, oh, I've never even seen it, but where is it already? <laughs> because they did put a DVD out eventually. Yeah. Um, but this is the first Blu-ray release, and this was the first time besides the Japanese Laserdisc where you can get the director's cut of the film. Yeah. They go to make the artwork for the fucking Blu-ray, and they get contacted again by Ray, Renee Zellweger and Matthew McConaughey's uh, agents, and they would not let them put their likenesses you know on the fucking movie, on what? the on any Matthew of the artwork. Whatever. Matthew, whatever. Renee, because I told you guys there was that movie she was in, White Oleander, where she plays an actress. Oh. And she refers to a horror movie she was in, and it's footage from Texas Chainsaw 4. Yes. So you think at that point she'd be like, all right, whatever. It's you, been so long. It's not going to hurt my career. You're famous. Yeah, You're a fucking Uber. Oscar award winning actor. Who, who gives a By shit? By the way, and this is like, she's like older now. She's been famous for a while. Yeah. This coming out on Blu-ray with her face on the cover is not going to hurt her. Who gives a shit? Yeah, yeah she's already, what, what's that one series she's really famous The Bridget Jones? Yeah, she's already done like the oh. second or third one And by the way, point. all the people who are really into Renee Zellweger yeah. are not going to buy this movie anyway. No. So like, yeah. if that, I don't think, if she's willing to have that footage in a movie and make fun of it, just put your face on the thing. And and, and I mean, as far as McConaughey is concerned, like. McConaughey's been in worse movies. In, fucking Reign of Fire is a very similar oh, performance, Rain, I would argue. Reign of Fire is great. You, you shut your goddamn uh, I like Reign of Fire. Obviously, this movie, he's way more manic because that's the character. But in yeah. that movie, similar energy levels, which we've talked about on this show in the past <laughs> many well, times. I think a big part of that has to do. So let's back up a second. Sure. I, w- I watched when we when we did your show, I watched all the Texas Chainsaw Massacre back to back. But I'd seen two so many times in the first one so many times. And I watched it with commentary. Yeah. So uh, Toby Hooper on the Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2 commentary track states that like when they were doing the scene with Dennis Hopper on, under the over overpass mm-hmm. on the highway, somebody was freaking out so bad that it was a Texas Chainsaw Massacre movie and wanted to be on set and like see what was going on and like what was happening. They like climbed, they, they did this dangerous thing where they like, <laughs> climbed under the fucking bridge and tried, and they, and they ended oh up taking God. him down and Toby was like, come on, dude, let, like come over here. You can hang out while we film the scene and stuff. Yeah. And if you were an actor from Texas, mm-hmm. it was a big thing to be a part of the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Sense, yeah. Like Caroline Williams was from Texas, I believe. She, yeah. And she was in the movie. She couldn't wait to be in it. I think it's the same thing here because Renee Zellweger and Matthew McConaughey are oh, both yeah. from Texas. They're Texan actors. Mm-hmm. Um, so being in a Texas Chainsaw Massacre, yeah. let's fucking do Why it. Not? Hey, Especially hey. when you're young and, you know. They, I, I'm assuming, and I didn't do heavy research on this, just quick Wikipedia, you know, comparisons, but it's like they also were both in uh, 
my boyfriend's back, but her scene was cut, and I guess he's an extra in a They're scene? They're also both in Dazed and Confused right before they make this. Right, well, right, yeah. yeah. That That's the big one. It's been a while since she, I saw She's Dazed credited as, like, Girl in Truck or some shit. Oh, Girl yeah, in Truck. Yeah. I remember that. Yeah, yeah. Girl in Truck. I, that's the one scene I do remember. When they're driving, yeah. <laughs> Not the rest of the movie that's very All memorable. Right. They should do another movie again. <laughs> I'm surprised that hasn't been picked <laughs> the up. The return for... <laughs> of the Texas Chainsaw Massacre of the Next Generation. Well, I, I'm surprised they don't do a, a, a sequel to Dazed and Confused. Yeah. Do, do you think Matthew McConaughey still loves high school girls? In this he could be the teacher. All right. What, all whatever right, happened to that right. guy? It's like, well, he liked high school girls a little too much, and uh, he's not in this movie. I mean, he did he have still a very... at the bar, smoking joints, trying to pick up 15-year-olds. <laughs> he did have a very suspect mustache in that movie. <laughs> he really did. It's a very disappointing mustache. Y'all want to see my, my tow truck or what? <laughs> I still, it still Time's blows a flat circle. It blows my mind though, just reading about and seeing interviews with him mm. about how he got into acting. It's like, yeah, I always wanted to do it, but I, I never really went anywhere. And then I was like at a bar once, and someone's like, "Hey, you got you got you got a pretty good look. You want to come down for an audition?" And then he was in dazed and fucking confused. Yeah. That it's being like, said, ah, he's a right. fucking maniac in this movie. He's, he's great. In he's this. great in this. Like and we, we really. talked about it on my show where like he someone uh, asked who would be good for the yeah. role, and he suggested some actors, and then he's like, "I'm an idiot." And he went back like, "I'll do it." <laughs> He's a good bad guy. Yeah. Um. So that all being said, yeah, this this movie was a shit show for everybody involved to make. It had a really low budget. Kim had a really hard time getting the funds to even make this fucking movie, mm. despite some of the shit that happens in this, i.e., the ending. Um, <laughs> yeah. Um, and trashing cars and all that kind of stuff. Mm. I'm, I'm surprising, but like, well, you got a junker, and one of them's a fucking Trans Am. Yeah, but have you you've seen all these directed sure. these movies? They can find a car to blow no, up. I get it. I feel like it's like the Dolomite movie, the 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 one with Eddie Murphy that's like showing his life, where they have the scene where he has the car and he destroys it, oh, and yeah. it's uh, Wesley uh, yeah. uh, Snipes is like cousin. That's my cousin's car. <laughs> it's like one of those. They just kill. They, they destroy somebody more, else's I'm car. I'm worried about the insurance on the plane. But yeah. Oh, wow, yeah, <laughs> well, yeah, it's yeah, funny. Yeah. It's funny you say that, Sean, because the they they had they didn't have like a dressing room or anything, mm. so they were in the producers Winnebago. And the front was makeup and the middle was like uh, hair. And then the back was like a sheet that they would pull over and they get changed into their costumes. Now, do you think that's Which, the same Winnebago from the end? Now you're <laughs> now now you're catching on. So 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 not only do they use it as a dressing room, but then they fucking trash it at the end of the movie with that horrible ADR <laughs> that they do for these this old couple. Uh, oh, mi- there's a guy with a chainsaw. Mr. Shipe, you want a, a Bloody Mary or what? <laughs> Don't mind if I do. You're on some old path in the middle of nowhere. Of course you're drinking that fucking That is a very drinks. busy path in the <laughs> wow. middle of nowhere, by the way. Crop dusters, RVs. Yeah. Like a, As we find out, yeah. The Illuminati, everyone's on that dirt <laughs> path at once. <laughs> so, as our guest, you know the drill. Yeah. Can you plot crunch this movie for us? Oh. Don't read it. I forget every time that this is a thing. All right. Yeah. Do you remember the Texas Chainsaw Massacre? We're doing it again, but weird. Er. Very, that's pretty that's, that's pretty, pretty accurate much, yeah. yeah but this time it's, it's it, it, the, the kids they go to prom and on their way back to prom they get into an accident and then text chainsaw massacre happens but leatherface <laughs> cries more it's like we- also the illuminati yes like i'm not by the way that's not a like, that's a thing that's not a joke so again coming back to that episode we did on hack the movies yes the worst text chainsaw massacre Ever? What question is, mark? Oh. What is the worst yeah. Texas Chainsaw Massacre? Please. Hack movies. What, what is, is the, the worst, worst Texas Chainsaw, Chainsaw Massacre? Massacre? Movie dumpster. Anyway, yeah. um, we talked about 
the relationship of the family between the first two films, the third film, and then yeah. this film, and yeah. how it like yeah. goes all over the place. The family in this film is called Slaughter. Although oh. I don't know if they ever say that. No. 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 They're credited as that. They're credited as that, like, but in the film yeah. and on IMDb, Leatherface Slaughter, Vilmer Slaughter, mm. who could give a shit? W. Yeah. E. Slaughter, excuse me. Yeah. Uh Darla. Nothing. Uh, I don't know if she's a slaughter. She's not a slaughter. She's well, a, she's an accessory. She might be a slaughter. I think there's <laughs> some think, incest going on here, hardcore. Oh, you, you think th so? Do you think it was Grandpa Slaughter? Or Maybe. Is he just a different grandpa? No, it's a total different grandpa because that's Grandpa Munster at the end in this one. <sighs> I think it's supposed to be the same grandpa. I mean, if, if three is continuity according to the opening crawl, like, <laughs> fix his well, eyes. His eyes back. His, his stomach's all fixed up. <laughs> Can Fori shot me in my belly, but I'm fine. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> they, well, okay. Well, they have that opening crawl, and we talked that's about what I'm, okay, yeah, that's yeah, what I'm yeah. Right. We talked about that briefly in the beginning yeah. of the Hack the Movies episode, right? So, so at the beginning of this one, now we get a crawl in Leatherface, the third one yeah. as well, telling us a little bit about that. But in this one specifically, um, it says that none of the family members were apprehended ever. Yeah, since the original yes. film, right? Right. So it's been more than ten years pass. Which I, it, but there's after the next several, there are two minor incidents. My, I my, minor <laughs> yet related incidents. Yeah, the, the, <laughs> which the, are the Texas Chainsaw Massacre too. By the way, I'm pretty sure this is written to ignore those two, but they thought that line was funny. Well, I guess. Like, oh, people are gonna ask about three and four. Just throw a little funny thing like minor, but yeah. Because yeah, okay. I'm thinking about that. Like, okay, so not only is there the Leatherface and Chop Top timeline. But there's also like the Leatherface and Vigo Mortensen yeah. timeline, but they also both happened. But I don't think about that. Yeah. Well, they happen in different parts of Texas. But I like Tony's theory of the leopard, the Lubden theory, as oh, we will okay. refer to it now in the MDU, <laughs> is that there's multiple Leatherfaces that are bred yeah. for these cannibalistic question mark families. Oh my yes, God. They're, they're grown in a jar, much like <laughs> Snoke. They all come ready-made with their uh, deformed faces. Much, much like, like Snoke. Much like Anthony Jr. Yeah, and the Kindred. Yeah. Which yeah. I still need to watch. It's on that. It's finally the Blu-rays. Again, we do this on the show. We're we're half joking, half not. But now, Tammy and the T-Rex. The Kindred. I don't know, Joe. I think we got to take credit for that. Mostly you, but well, we got to take credit. I was glad to finally get uh, Tammy and the T-Rex oh, yeah. on video. But, you know, a friend of mine uh, said he'd get it to me like 10 years before. But, you know, I finally got it. That same friend. <laughs> that same friend. Bought the 4K restoration gore cut. Yeah. And gave it to him for Christmas. And I didn't have a 4K Blu-ray player. I had to go buy a 4K Blu-ray player. You're welcome. How inconsiderate. <laughs> I know it came with the regular Blu-ray. But like, that just wasn't good enough. I had my, my girlfriend at the time was like, why are you getting that? I'm like, I'm not going to watch this in regular 1080. Oh, excuse like, I'm, me. I'm, I'm going big. I'm going. Uh, I'm going big. Yeah, that was back when we were doing like Home Video Express, like when yeah. I first met you. Yeah, anyway, like, yeah, I'll get it to you. I'm like, cool. Tony has the movie. He's just going to blame me for buying his 4K television now. No, I have the television. I didn't have the Blu-ray. <laughs> oh, the Blu-ray. Oh, Blu <laughs> I said, I'll, I'll hold off. I won't get any 4K Blu-rays. And they're like, here you go, Tony. I'm like, all right. Well, it had the fucking then, regular Blu-ray And then, in it. sorry, we'll get back to the movie in a second. And then I fucked up and I bought a 4K upscaler. Oh, <laughs> that doesn't play 4K Blu-rays. It just upscales your regular Blu-rays. So you can 4K. watch it on a 4K TV? Yes. So then I had to return that and then buy an actual one. I was wondering why the first one was cheaper. 
And it was it was a big headache, but uh, Taming the T Rex is great. Oh, yeah, hundred percent. I, I have a review of it on Patreon, and I interviewed Terry Kaiser. There you go. There we go. So Terry it all, Kaiser. It all worked out. Terry Kaiser in the end. <laughs> Terry Kaiser is a very nice man. Yes. Uh, we got to meet him. He signed my tape, and he uh, he loved my my uh, weekend at Bernie's cosplay yes. for Halloween that I did. My favorite thing about him was he had a paper with the characters he played name on it because he kept forgetting all his character <laughs> names. Wrote, so it's funny, men- funny you mentioned that. It's right over here. Where is it? It's over there somewhere. Anyway, he wrote Dr. Cruz on it, like yeah. from part uh, seven, eight seven, or seven, seven excuse yeah. me. Yeah, part seven. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And it's like, no, you're Dr. Walkenstein. And anyway, it's fine. Love that, you, Terry. That, that's why. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, 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 anyway. So we we go into this opening scene, which we kind of hinted at, but it's cut in the theatrical where we get this 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 lipstick putting on scene with Renee Zellweger. Well, no, the lipstick is there. There's a, so she's getting ready for prom. Right. But when she's like, Ma, can you come here for a second? There's a whole scene cut out with her fucking scumbag stepfather. Yes. Oh, so that part's cut. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Okay. And you can tell in the version you watch when it cuts to like VHS quality. Oh, yeah. Video. I don't yeah. know. I, maybe it's just I'm just I have really good eyes, so I can't blame it on that. Maybe I just got to turn the fucking light up on my on my computer. <laughs> but I could tell? not tell. You at really? All. Tell when it cuts to VHS? I could not, not tell. tell. It cuts between shots. I, the only time you know I can tell. I'm He's, gonna put it in now. Uh, yeah, he, doesn't, yeah. he doesn't need a 4K <laughs> Blu-ray player. He needs now. the upscaler. You can get him a VHS tape. And there's a scene like, later. <laughs> there's a scene later when Matthew McConaughey's screaming on the porch that I was like, "All right, that looks like VHS yeah. quality." But yeah. the rest, I was like, "I don't know." No, because that's in it too. Well, then I don't know what I'm talking about. No, no. There's a there's there's parts where like it gets muddy real quick. Yeah. Oh. So yeah, yeah, the dad is being like scummy to her and everything. It's insinuated here that he's like, uh, you know, he's all fucking gross to like the mother and shit and then it's insinuated that he's like trying to fuck Renee Zellweger or is fucking her well he's like oh you're not gonna say anything because who's gonna believe you as he's like up on her fucking like right up to her nose he might as well be kissing her now this scene is imperative for the rest of this film to work for me personally yeah it definitely Things that happen later, you kind of buy into it more because you see what she's been dealing with at home. It just, you got to see the character finally you, snap and get yeah, tired of you, people's shit. It's this thing. It's called character development. You fucking need it in your movie or else who could give a shit? The, nah, we, nah, <laughs> nah, nah, nah. Just throw some blood and gore. Oh, throw yeah. Some, boobs, blood. Throw some yeah. boobs in yeah, there. Yeah, you're you good. got a movie. No problem. Just like the first Texas Chainsaw. Movie. Exactly. Oh, wait, no, no you know, I've said on the show. No, no boobs in that one. That was the best one. Wait, Fuck. there's no gore in that movie either. Oh. Yeah, no. Oh, the first one obviously sucks. Anyway. Yeah, it's really <laughs> terrible. It's not a psychological movie either it's at all. Joke. The first one doesn't suck. It's That's the best joke. one. Uh, but, you know, you're right. The, the, the character needs this. Big for time. us to care about her later. And like I said, later on, the girl mentions it. She's like, yeah, her mom dates guys that are mean to her. It's like, well, I'm learning that way. Uh, not only that, but it's such in passing. Like, yeah. it, it's very much. I think she says to him something like, yeah, her mom bops around to different guys. And that's why she's like that question mark. It's not like, oh, she's sexually abused yeah. by her fucking uh, yeah. stepdad. And the the bit, the change I don't like from this one in the theatrical cut. It's like, mom, help me my dress. And it cuts to them like getting pictures for the prom. But in the director's cut, they use the sound effect from the camera. The that's not in the theatrical version. I know. It's just a normal camera yeah. sound. They use the sound later for some other scenes. At the very end. I yeah, hate was, that. But it's like, wait, that's such a cool idea. And that was that's literally just a sound. You could have still chopped the movie up, but you could have used that sound effect. Right. So so that's so that's a 
a lot of the sound effects and music scores are different in really? this in this yeah. recut huh. too. So See, I, I, I kind of which, am like over the light bulb thing at this point, but I mean, I guess it is iconic, so I understand why they keep going back to it. It's still fresh in ninety. Nah, I guess so. Yeah, I guess in my you, opinion. When you watch eight in a row, maybe that's part of my issue. <laughs> By the time you get to the fucking second remake or the third remake, yeah. I'm over it. Maybe, maybe that's what it is. I'm, I'm getting jaded because I, I fucking marathon these things. <laughs> So that scene's completely missing. So then we just go to the prom and we're introduced to this girl, Heather. By the way, great low budget filmmaking here. We never see the actual prom, but we see like the door with the window. Yeah, yeah. And you can tell that there's a wall of streamers (laughs) and lights and a couple extras. And I'm like, that is, that's a good way to mimic them. Because we don't need to see. We, We know a prom is happening. They don't have the budget to show it. I thought that was really clever. I couldn't remember, Sean. In the director's cut, is there a girl in a red dress that's like, oh, that that lady's yeah. weird? Yeah. Okay. Well, because okay. there's the whole thing where she's asking the teacher, yeah. where's my, have you seen Barry, my boyfriend Barry? And she's like kind of snickering and laughing to herself. The teacher's like, I thought you broke up. And she's like, okay. This and, then, is a teacher and then her friend that's worried the... about this woman, yeah. like this this girl's love life. Well, there's a reason why she says that, but yeah. you're right. There's a yeah. her friend is there in a red dress, like making yeah. fun of the teacher, but you find out why the teacher made that joke is because Literally right outside, she's making out and like feeling up this other girl, and then he tries to tell her, oh, "I only kissed her once." I love when he's like, "Just what?" I love when he's like, "Oh, you don't even let me see my friend, you possessive bitch!" And she's like, "You were feeling her up," and he's like, "So?" I, I feel up all my friends. So, you guys- I, I, when you, when you and I are making out <laughs> in a dark alley, and my wife comes up and bothers us, that's some bullshit. And that's why I don't wear shorts to uh, work anymore. <laughs> Tony just couldn't keep his hands off those uh, pearly boy, white boys legs. Will be boys, am I right? You yeah. were wearing those hot pants, huh? Yeah, I, get I it. can't help it. Yeah. They feel good. <laughs> They let the air flow uh, between your thighs. But this is how we kind of get our our characters moving, because. Uh, yeah. Heather gets in her car, or actually it's Barry's father's car, you find out, and she speeds off. And oh, he, she is terrassing around this fucking parking lot and almost pissed. hits this guy. <laughs> but then she's completely aimless. She's mm. just like, all right, I'm driving on the highway now. And then Renee Zellweger and her boyfriend, Sean, are like in or the- Or friend or whatever. whatever. They're smoking weed. They don't seem like they're, no, they're definitely not dating. They don't even like, say that in the movie. They're just best friends and they act like they're together because no one will date either of them or some bullshit. Yeah, no. And again, it makes more sense when we know that Renee Zellweger is sexually abused because then we can be like, oh, these people are real dicks. I mean, they're dicks anyway, but there's a character arc there. Instead, she just got like a bitchy Daria vibe. Yeah. Yeah. Well, why, don't you, they, why don't you go shut up? They kind of lean heavily into a lot of things that I don't like about this movie and, and just horror in general. I mean, maybe this comes across as like a nitpick for some people, but for me, it's like that thing where it's like, this character, Barry, especially, but even Heather, to some extent, keeps firing these lines off that are very self-aware. Like, right, I might someone just kill me already. So, so <laughs> it's like, this, all right, that's too much. So to your point, that's the point of this movie, I think. Is yeah. the, like is they're the, going for that kind of is thing. The, so Kim Angle has said that this is her journey. Uh, Renee Zellweger's character is like Heather's journey or, or excuse me, uh, Jenny, Jenny. Jenny. It's her journey of dealing with all that stuff from the father and growing yeah question mark mm. um which it kind of is but it's mostly just making fun of horror movies and these kinds of these types of movies yeah it's kind of like there's this like kind of thing where it's you can tell they're just like yeah you know these movies don't hit as hard as they used to 
like people were kind of like yeah. over it. You know who saw this? Who? Wes Craven I, saw this movie. I was literally about to say, I wonder <laughs> if Wes Craven picked up some he ideas. Was more making fun of like uh, the tropes and no. stuff. But yeah, yeah no, well, no, this no. makes fun of the tropes too. A time. little bit, a little bit more. Just about well, its specific well, series. Well, Wes was yeah. like, huh, that's interesting. I'm going to make it better. <laughs> I, I also do find this couple hilarious, even though they're quickly excised from the film. Although, poor Heather, for God's sakes, this woman gets it the worst out of anybody. She really does. I don't give a shit about that well, character. Well, I don't know. She just, hers is so prolonged. <laughs> yeah, yeah, well, I'm several times where you're like, all right, well, she's got to be dead now. I'm like, that so, poor girl, yeah. someone just shoot her. So they're true. <laughs> well, she's a bitch. And, and, and I don't use that word often. Self-proclaimed I, bitch. That's why I specifically use it, because she's kind of like... And, I'm sure we all know somebody or, or have a relative that's in this situation because she says this line. It's a little bit later, but I'll just say it here where she's talking to Barry and she's like, ah, yeah, you know, yeah, I'm a bitch. So I kind of have to get with certain type of guys. And, you know, that's just how I get through life, like with the life I want. Yeah. And uh, my mom does it. She doesn't like my dad, but she does it, to, you know, because he's rich. Yeah. <laughs> and he's like, well, what does that mean? She's like, don't worry about it. It's like, so you're admitting you're a scumbag. So yeah. your dad's a doctor. And that's why. Well, well, I, he apparently Barry told all his girl girlfriends oh, that yeah. his dad was a doctor. And he said you had to feel the boobs. And that's how he got to touch <laughs> or, a bunch you'll get cancer. Yeah, yeah. This guy's a scumbag. You gotta, you gotta yeah. suck my dick or else I'll get cancer. Uh, to, uh, yeah. Not to disagree with you, but uh, I, <laughs> I, I, I use bitch. I use bitch all the time. Like, just, uh, I, I get it. I'm not trying to be like uh, Mother's uh, Day. Uh, my <laughs> oh my god! Uh, on my mom's birthday, my, my sister's birthday, yeah. on her wedding, yeah. I was like, "Hey, bitch." <laughs> You got me Congratulations, there. Congratulations, bitch. You got me there. It, so, it, sometimes my grandmother calls. She's like, hey, Tony, how you doing? I'm like, bitch, why you calling? <laughs> I'm not trying to be preachy. It's just a personal thing. But you you, you made it work, Tony. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, they're they're in the car and they uh, they get in a fucking accident. Yeah. A big one. Well, they only get two, but a really big one. I just want to address the fact that like they go down this road for no reason at yeah. all. They don't even know where the fuck they're going. And then they're all <laughs> they really t- don't. They, they're just like. I don't know what I'm doing. I'm just driving. And then a fucking Trans Am comes barreling out of the woods and hits them. Dude, it, it comes no up. Pla- there's it, no place to turn around. Yeah. But there's a fucking road? Question mark? Well, that's the thing. I, I there's ass- like a hill and this guy, boom, he flies up it. Are we to assume that they were fleeing the house? That's what I thought. I don't think so. I no, actually, no. You're right because in the woods, there's like just cars and motorcycles everywhere. True. Yeah, there's there's a ton of people passing them and the on Illuminati. This road. Like, like I can't stop stressing that enough. Yeah. Wait a second, okay? Because <laughs> I could kind of go both ways on that. You think the guy in the Trans Am was Illuminati? No, I don't think he was. Okay, Illuminati. well, he's definitely Scott Farkas because that's what he fucking looks <laughs> like. He's either a total random. So help me God, that, yellow eyes. This yeah, guy. I'm just seeing like I think you see other cars driving at one point. You see a motorcycle yeah. at one point. Yeah, he drives right past uh, yeah. Renee Zellweger and a car, and yeah. they're like, "Hey, pick us up." And I just, just think you could kind of go either way. It's either just a yeah. random dude, or he's trying to get the fuck out of Dodge, and it doesn't matter because he never wakes no. up. He's going somewhere. <laughs> he's going somewhere. He's going somewhere. <laughs> he's he's fleeing another leather face. <laughs> the <laughs> other leather he, face. He's leaving the one Vigo, three in the yeah, bayou. <laughs> Vigo Mortensen's leather face is, yeah. is following him. I saw this Ken Forey guy with an AR-15. <laughs> he shot the shit out of my trunk. They got him locked up now. They said they can't. Ha- he can't have that weapon. <laughs> he keeps talking about Leatherface. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> so, so they, so they get into an accident, and then they go and they meet. They like walk. There's a, so that's a, that's another thing. There's a lot of walking scenes cut out of this. Yeah, I get it, but I don't only because like it's literally like we crashed, and then the next scene they're. Oh, at they're at yeah. this realtor place. Okay, so we're introduced to this character Darla. Yeah, yeah. Real quick about the oh, basic. Go ahead, go ahead, um, what I think is like, I can see them chopping everything down 
to have more show times. But it didn't play in that many theaters anyway, so what was the point? <laughs> but, like, yeah. it's only an extra seven minutes or some shit like that, right? Every, seven every or eight minutes? minutes? I guess. Well, it's but like every again, three seconds here, get, three seconds there. But you know. it didn't get a wide release, so why even bother? <laughs> like, who cares? I, I don't even know why you would retitle it. This isn't like a Justice League thing where they're like, we gotta cut four hours into two hours <laughs> so we can get our Christmas bonus. <laughs> Uh, like it's not that it's like it's seven extra minutes and it's playing in five you, theaters you're not leaving. you're not fucking fooling anybody yeah, you're not right? fooling anyone we know what you did <sighs> you little jerks so um <laughs> i love i so, so they so they so they go to this place and i love this whole time this barry guy's real piece of shit like we were talking about mm. he calls renee zellweger ugly he keeps going on a, about a that. fucking dog <laughs> nobody would sleep with That's you right. he calls her a dog. and i'm like are you ready? What are you talking well, about? It's that fucking age old trope where it's like, well, she she's not that attractive, but then you you wipe the makeup off and you take the baggy clothes oh, off, oh. and oh my god, it's a ten out of ten. Oh, oh yeah. my we god, made, we, we made fun of that in an episode. We made fun of uh, we didn't review it, but we talked about she's all that. Yeah, she's all like, that. Where it's like, oh well, that insanely attractive girl when she takes her glasses <laughs> off and puts her hair down, she becomes slightly more insanely you know what? attractive. <laughs> what movie did a great? A parody of that and a lot of other tropes was uh, not another teen movie. <laughs> it's not a horror movie. It's maybe not something we would cover on this show. But yeah. if you want a good comedy that's lambasting nineties yeah. uh, romantic comedies like American Pie, it's fucking so good. Yeah, like coming I, I of know, age movie. I yeah, never yeah. got that where it's like, oh wow, she's gorgeous. Oh, her hair's down. Look, okay, she's yeah. Because in that movie, I don't, I don't know. Like, tone glasses on, hair yeah. up, lights on. That's what yeah, it is. Yeah. It's, just, it's just like okay, like they. It's just too, it's I, stupid. I, don't understand. I say that every yeah. time we because uh, Julia likes watching that stuff, and I yeah. watch. It, I'm like, she's fucking hot. What are you talking about? Yeah, you ever see that movie, The Duff? I know what no. it is, but I have not seen it. Yeah, where it's like yeah. it's Mae Whitman, and she's gorgeous, and the movie's called du Designating Ugly Fat Friend. I'm like, she's neither of those. I don't, I don't know. Oh, she not, had braces or yeah, something, I, right? I don't know what executive signed off on that and thought it was a good idea, but um, it was also supposed to be R rated and they cut it down to PG 13. Anyway, the movie's actually not that bad. So they um, so they meet Darla, who yeah. I'm still going to say, spoilers. Well, she's she's Matthew McConaughey's boyfriend, possibly brother. <laughs> we don't get confirmation on that. Wait, she's Matthew McConaughey's boyfriend or brother? Oh, it's definitely boyfriend. I, brother, no, I, no, I, I or sister. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Look, don't, right. don't judge her, Tony. I, I was about right? like, I'm like, did I miss uh, Yeah, no, miss, miss, miss misspoke there. But you get what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, she, yeah, I gotcha. I, I'm almost positive it's kind of some like weird incest thing because it is, again, still Texas Chainsaw Massacre. She yeah. mentions, her name's Darla. Right. And she mentions, and she's, by the way, she's in like a, uh, she's in this trailer, but it's like a, for realty? Like yeah. she's yeah. selling houses or some shit? Yeah. Um, because it's funny. She flashes some high school kid. They throw a fucking rock through a window and she's yeah. like, and she's like, oh, they just want to see my tits. And she fucking like pulls <laughs> yeah. them out. And they're that, appalled. That's all you have to do, apparently. That's all you got to do. Stunts. I'm gonna, on the way home, I'm going to find a realtor. And <laughs> she's like, oh, they mean no harm. <laughs> the stunt boobs come in, the whole thing. Yeah, yeah I was going to say. Like, that is definitely not the act. Like, those are definitely stunt boobs. Which, I don't which know if you can even really see anything, which, though. It's so quick. I saw two. It's very, breasts. Uh, okay. it's very quick. But, but uh, I think she's in Varsity Blues as a stripper, who whom you see her breasts in that movie. So I think it's funny that she did it for All that. Right, but hold not up. For this. Put the two images. Um, <laughs> yeah, this is great for YouTube. Put it. Uh, just don't monetize this episode. Put oh, yeah. <laughs> I, yeah. I'll get right on that. <laughs> this is for the Odyssey version. Put those oh. <laughs> maybe, maybe we'll Yeah, maybe we'll put it in the Patreon and then you can be the judge. 
I'm sure that'll go over great. Uh, so so there's someone out there who will break it down. There are people who's oh, like sure. jobs on the yeah. internet is like stuff like that. <laughs> I'm see, not even there's, there's a little mole right next to the nipple there. That's definitely not her boob. I'm not even joking. There are, there are literally <laughs> people who go out of their way to it's so funny. Uh, yeah, there was the Mr. Show website that they made fun of on Knocked Up. Like, oh yeah, you know that's a thing, right? And Paul Rudd's like, wait, it is? Mr. Skin. Mr. Skin, yeah, 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 yeah. Mr. Show, very different thing. <laughs> I, I highly recommend Mr. Show, Did actually. Did you know Mr. Show was a thing? <laughs> Mr. Show is great. I love yeah, Mr. Great. Show. I've never uh, seen it. Oh, it's, it's good. Great. It's a good show. Yeah, so she calls Vilmer. <laughs> Vilma. And uh, he's not German. Um, he's he's like, a big oh, boy, though. Oh, yeah, I got some I got, I got got some kids that broke down. Like, you got to go get them. They're like a mile and a half away. Okay, bye. And then she's like, yeah, you just keep walking down that way, and he'll pick you up. And they're like, what about the mechanic? They're like, no, nah, don't go to that guy. That old coot will shoot you. <laughs> we or some we shit. killed him a decade ago. Don't worry about There's it. There's a guy at the window. That's a scene that's cut where they yeah. zoom in on the, they show the window close up, and this guy's just like looking out the window. <laughs> but we never see him again. In either cut. Again? No. I think that maybe that was like, because they do something funny later. And I wonder if that's like a, like a joke, like, oh, wow, they would have been okay if they just went there. I'm thinking of the drive through it, scene later. It's, it's totally that. Okay, yeah. And and again, it fits in with the whole Because it's making fun of how like, they make poor decisions. Yeah, and they're yeah. like, oh, you sure? Well, that's like Joe huh. was saying earlier okay. about her driving aimlessly. Like, there's yeah. a sign that's clearly fucked up and she goes the wrong way because yeah. she's not paying attention. She's too busy arguing with she Barry. She turns off the highway onto a fucking dirt yeah. road. But anyway, yeah. <laughs> so they, they start walking and then you cut to this Vilmer character going to the cars oh. and... And Sean's hanging back there, uh, the only one who's supposedly not injured. Yeah. And uh, he's like, oh, yeah, hey, yeah, this guy's down here. He won't wake up, but he's like muttering in his sleep. And he's like, and Matthew McConaughey comes. He's like, yeah, he's dead. Like, no, he's not. He's fine. He's like, hold on. <laughs> he like breaks his neck. He's like, yeah, he's, he's dead. fucking dead now. The guy's like, I'm sorry, what? He's like, what are you going to do to me? I'm going to fucking kill you. <laughs> he pulls out a knife and he's like, are, you're scaring me. He's like, you better be scared. So it's funny because, okay, so this whole scene for the for the theatrical cut is like cut up and dispersed over other scenes, like in between yeah, other yeah. scenes. They so like, it, yeah. so in, the th- in the director's cut, you have the whole scene together. He's like, I'm going to fucking kill you with this knife. You better start running, boy. And he fucking starts running and he gets in his car and he's like, oh, crank up the fucking tunes, man. And <laughs> Let's put- go race them, boys. He puts on the fucking music. <laughs> Off to the fucking races. And he's and he's driving. And, he, and in the direct- director's cut, he like runs this fucking kid down. Why he doesn't just run into the uh, woods, I don't know. Okay, again, they're making fun of their bad know, decisions. Yeah. But yeah, I was like, just run into the woods. Well, well the pisser is, not only does he- That just- truck is way too big. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Trees. He runs down the, the dirt road and McConaughey is chasing him with the music, but then he like catches up to him and starts mocking him and then at that point if you don't run in the woods you're an idiot and this kid's an idiot so he runs behind the car and he's like <laughs> backs up right over him <laughs> dude he runs over back and forth yeah. like nine times and, oh, i think he's dead now yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, do you think uh the texas chainsaw remake got that idea from this movie could be Probably. yeah they were like whoa but that's our favorite sequel Let's dig out their own that. franchise dig at the bottom of the barrel they um by the way vilmer has a robotic leg yes which is sometimes it, it, controlled by a remote control. Well, because they Im- sometimes isn't. they imply later that he's been sh- like Vigo, he's been shot, well, and hung and run over. Yeah, he's like Rasputin, but we'll, yeah. we'll talk about that. In a but second. I think that's why he has the robotic. No, thing. but like, is it because fr- is it from Tinker from the other family from Leatherface, the Texas Chainsaw <laughs> Massacre Part Three? Yeah, he came out for a house visit, fixed them up, yeah. and went back. You gotta love technology, Vilmer. Uh, okay, I'm gonna say no. <laughs> They're 
connected. Uh, Tony, I mean, honestly, very I, loosely. I was going to say this earlier and, and the thought flew out of my mind like a fart. I, I don't know, man. In the in the context of the movie dumpster universe, we got the tinker. We got this potential multiple Leatherface situation here. I don't know if it's quite the Winter Stepfather project from last year. It's like the Leatherface Sinister Six. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. Or, yeah, they all come in from the different dimensions to work together. Like, you know, the Council of uh, Ricks and Rick and Morty, uh, which we've referenced many They're times. building Leatherfaces and using Stark technology. Yeah, but, it, but it's like that Legion of Doom uh, uh, table with all the Leatherfaces just, you know, frothing at the mouth. And they have like, I don't know who the leader is. Is it Vilmer? Is it uh, Viggo Mortensen? Is, no. it, is it Ma? From the later movies, like I don't, I don't know, but someone's I don't know, in charge. Building these leather faces, they need to get fired because they just make keep making them older. And well, older. I think it's the Tinker working with uh, with with Krauschek, uh, Kra What's his name? From Crookshank. Crookshank from from Munchie. Yes, put them in the the, the uh, let's put them in the leather face program. Yeah, and, and somewhere Terry O'Quinn from the Stepfather's involved. We're not that's sure. A, that's a different project. Uh, you know, he's got those hands that get chopped off and replaced uh, again. That the happens. lore is deep on totally. this show. It doesn't always make sense. We're trying to explain this more, but I just dropped a heavy bomb, and I don't know if I have time to explain that all. I, we'll we'll, we'll come we'll, back to we'll that. We'll link you. Don't the, worry. The Illuminati was behind it. There yeah, you somehow go. the Illuminati the is Illuminati. less confusing than whatever I just well, said. Well, no, that's the thing. The Illuminati is controlling both of those factions of professors. My mind's racing, Joe. It's the faceless entity, but it does have a face. Yes. And it's leather. John Hurt, Joe Buchanan. <laughs> uh, okay, fair enough. Um, that asshole. <laughs> where the fuck were we? Sorry, I kind of ran over the guy. <laughs> oh, oh, he ran, he ran over the guy. Then this takes a turn too because they see a car drive by, like mm. Barry, Heather, and and I think it's those Jenny. guys that threw the rock through the window. Yeah. It's the actual. It's Chop Top and Leatherface from Tex Chainsaw Massacre <laughs> Two. They're coming to pick up Tinker. Yeah. They're coming to pick him up. Yeah, they're they just they just dropped off new batteries and remote controls of yeah. fucking Matthew McConaughey. Well, Leatherface has a chainsaw in his gut. He needs <laughs> taken out and and some new organs put in. <laughs> Really fix up that gun. He's, he's, he's good. Really I, I, I don't know. I mean, I think Tinker's got that John Hurt technology. Maybe is what it comes down to. He's got that portal tech. He's not, he doesn't have it perfected because he stole it and he, he's missing a few pieces. So he can really only activate it to, to get in and out. He took him <laughs> to that dro that droid modification guy from Book of Boba Fett. Yeah. Fixed him I, right I, up. I haven't seen it, but I can kind so of I'm connect the dots. I'm catching up on my favorite show, The Mandalorian. <laughs> I wore my shirt today because I couldn't find my Hack the Movie shirt. I heard so it Because we took him. Yeah. <laughs> 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 like yeah, I can't find him. I guess you guys fucking took him. <laughs> anyway, so Barry and Heather run down the fucking road after this truck, and Renee's well Zellweger just like has a breakdown in the middle of the road. Yeah. Um, and then they go to the house, and then we're finally introduced to Mick Foley. I mean Leatherface. <laughs> um, he's wearing like this. He looks like fucking mankind. Uh, yeah, he looks yeah. like mankind. Or, yeah. And, but he's wearing the classic yellow apron underneath. Underneath the jacket? Yeah. Well, did he have that camo jacket? I, I didn't rewatch it, and we're going to do that commentary track, but I feel like he was also wearing that in scenes in three? No, no way. Because I was only... going to try to connect it back to one, like we were talking about on Hack the Movies, where it's like uh, uh, Nubbins. Well, uh, yeah. A military jacket. Well, that's what I'm saying. The only person who would be wearing that is Nubbins. So if he lifted it off Nubbins Where's and, took the body? It to, and took it to... The next generation house, maybe. That's or he could have got it. For, I think Tinker also had one of those. So maybe it's Tinker's after he got blown away. Oh, maybe. Or he just killed someone. Well, him. that that's probably the actual no. reason. But we're no, just, no, we're trying to connect no. the dots here. It has to make sense. Okay. It's a hand me down. Okay, <laughs> what I said made the most sense. Uh, yeah, we have to keep it in the in the universe, Tone. Oh, okay, okay. Uh, but yeah, he does have this this 
GI jacket on. Yeah. And I love this because he's sneaking up behind Heather, who's sitting on this swing waiting. Like trying to touch her hair. He's like sniffing, he's sniffing her. it. He's like, Joe Biden. <laughs> he's getting up in there. Jesus Christ. I mean, he is. It's a one-to-one. He does, he does sniff people. He does. Regardless of your politics, he does sniff people. It's, it's you know when you get weird. a whiff of like a, a of a cologne that you like, and you're like, oh, but you don't ask the person what they're wearing. No, right? I don't like get up and like in their face. Excuse me. <laughs> yeah, he he, he is like this, like. <laughs> and the girl's just like. <laughs> but then she notices I'm him. Sorry, I'm sorry. Could someone Photoshop Joe Biden's creepy face on the leather? <laughs> oh my. It's. Oh, but it is leather. <laughs> I mean, honestly, Tony. I voted Kanye, by the way. In case anyone yells at me. Okay. I just Let's... want you all to know I voted Kanye. Anyway, all right. Going. With the political shit. <laughs> Let's talk about. I didn't want them to think I voted for the no. other. Let, let's get back hey, to the Leatherface getting the shit scared out of him by let's Heather talk, screaming and then he's about, screaming. Let's yes. talk about Leatherface in this film. Yeah, he is. He's intimidating, right? He's this giant, intimidating man who comes out of nowhere and hits people with sledgehammers. No, he's a joke. He's a joke in this movie. He's but a fucking that, goof in this movie. There's I literally think that was one the point. No, yeah. right. there's one scene where he is what I would refer to like OG Leatherface mm-hmm. when he's chasing Renee Zellweger through the woods because you kind of get that in every movie. Yeah, that's like the only scene he's kind of intimidating. The rest, it's like he's they hit him with a cattle prod. They're making fun of him the whole movie. Yeah, yeah. he's played by Robert Jacks, who's a country singer who actually does some of the um the tracks for the movie, the soundtrack for the movie who did a track with Debbie Harry question mark and fucking like they released a single of it for this film when they just, when they were going to push it. But we all all know how that went. You think Debbie Harry was like, Oh yeah, that song I did for that Texas Chainsaw (laughs) Mask for me. But, um, funny thing, you know, we bring up Leatherface, uh, how many people were massacred with the chainsaw in this movie? Guys? Exactly zero. Nobody. <laughs> there is no chainsaw massacring in this movie. Chainsaw no. chasing. The chainsaw, chainsaw chasing. chasing. The Texas chainsaw chasing. Yes. The next generation that features the chainsaw. <laughs> chainsaw. It's more like the curb stomping uh, next generation because that's really the most iconic kill. I would argue. Yeah. Yeah. So. This is the scene where he's grabbing like Heather and chasing her. He, the he grabs Heather and he like puts her in a fucking uh, uh, cooler, and, and then, then she just pops out because it's not locked. Which is which is a a fun callback to like one of the earlier movies, but then like it's so stupid and goofy, yeah. and he takes her out, and then he like puts like a fucking engine block <laughs> yeah. on it or some. Well, shit. this this Leatherface is smarter from Texas Chainsaw 3D Leatherface, mm-hmm. who has uh, uh, the chick from uh, Malcolm in the Middle in the freezer. Granted, yeah. she's, oh, yeah. she's oh, KO'd. Yeah, yeah. She can't yeah. get out, but when she finally does, she gets blown away by the police <laughs> officer. <laughs> That's a great scene. But yeah, apparently it was like, a per- they did that on purpose to make Leatherface like super ineffective. Mm. To again, comment like, these slashers aren't really scary anymore. Nah, yeah. They're kind of becoming jokes. Well, they- says Kim Hankel, right? I mean, Freddie did dress up like a superhero in one True. of them. Yeah, the one that you were just talking about that I can't stand. Yeah. Uh, no, 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 no. Was that five? five? Oh, was yeah. it five? Oh, excuse me. Which is also not very good. It's better like- than it's better than Freddie's Dead. And then uh, you know you got J- you got Jason, uh, the worst Nightmare on Elm Street movie coming to the hack the movies. <laughs> you got you got Jason just walking around. Vancouver pretending it's New York and <laughs> well and Michael Myers is I don't know with a cult or something he's making fun of like these characters are kind of oh oh uh, real quick sure. I, I don't want to get on a, too much of a side tangent because we've got a lot of movies still to talk I, I don't know who you were there's a few people in the comments of that Texas Chainsaw episode on YouTube over on Hack the Movies go check it out YouTube yeah. slash Hack the Movies that were very confused that Joe kept complaining about Halloween 4 no obviously he's talking about 5 you want to clarify that for the people watching Joe I hate four and five. 
And the whole Thorn trilogy sucks. I'm sorry. Um, if you I, like it, you're allowed to like it, but I hate it. Go back and listen to that Halloween 6 episode, and I'll tell you the full breakdown of that, but I do not like 4 or 5. I don't like Halloween. Fuck Michael Myers. No, I'm kidding. That's fine. <laughs> I, hate, I hate Michael Myers. <laughs> I hate Scream. I, I agree with you. Like when I was like a teenager, I'd rather watch those movies. But yeah. as an adult, I'm like, yeah, I'd rather watch this than uh, the Thorn trilogy. No, no, I no, yeah, I'd rather watch yeah. Next Generation than Halloween Four. But yeah. I'd rather watch Leprechaun Four than this or Halloween. Oh, 4. Well, obviously, <laughs> we're all in agreement uh, yeah. there. I don't even really like that movie, and I would agree. All right, we're not in agreement with that. No. That movie's great. I, anyway, I, I don't want to keep saying go listen to the old episode, but I, I have opinions. Go back. <laughs> it's okay. We're new to this to this video YouTube thing. We yes. can say shit like that. Yes. Uh, go is, watch the or listen is, to the other stuff. This is Movie Dumpster 2.0. Hopefully, it does better than NXT 2.0. But uh, <laughs> that is a that is a black cloud you just put over this podcast. <laughs> That's it. We're shunned. Just to get back to the damn movie. Yeah. yeah. Barry gets taken out here. Yeah. Because he's wandering around in the back. Oh, well, actually, we, you're right. We get introduced to W.E. W.E.'s here, and he's he's always quoting he's some quoting famous- quoting, like, famous literary yeah. people. And he's like, Ulysses S. Grant, I drew a line in the sand. Well, famous literary people and former presidents. Yeah, yeah. yes. <laughs> he, he quotes Billy Shakespeare. Yeah. Uh, uh I forget who else he does. Uh, all war is fun and games or some shit he says at one all point. All is fair. Oh, uh, who the fuck all care? Yeah. It's, like, it's like a goof because it's like, they're not just some dumb shit back, uh, yeah. backwater hillbillies. He's actually intelligent. They're a little educated, yeah. Uh, which, which uh, right after he does that, Barry runs in the house and locks W.E. out. And he's like, I, hey, I got you. He's like, you idiot. Yeah. <laughs> I got to take a piss. Uh, <laughs> you're an idiot, dude. Uh, but and then, then he's like looking for his girlfriend. He's like, yeah, I locked him out. You should have saw me. <laughs> he's taking a piss in the bathroom. He's like, yeah, Heather, I think you're in here. Uh, I locked him out. You should have saw me as he's pissing. And then it, sees it, the fucking dissolve. He sees fucking Paul Allen dissolving in the bathtub behind him. You see that? This house. This is, again, I get this is not, 1994 originally. They it's didn't supposed have all, to be oblivious. I know, but like, have you seen Hills Have Eyes? Have you seen any of these movies that have shown this like in a way where it's like, hey, oh, fuck, this looks like bad news, bears. Get me out of here. No, he doesn't see any of that. And that's why Leatherface just surprises him with his pants down. And unfortunately, Leatherface is not a one-hitter, guys. Yeah. Not like Grandpa, no. Not like Grandpa, no. 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 What? I never got like the whole killers that leave the bodies in the bathtub. It's like, don't you want to use the bathtub? Uh, I get it. If it's like a Breaking Bad situation where they're trying to like dissolve well, that, the body. A, a these these like, people aren't taking baths. I'm thinking of, like Tony. Buffalo Bill. You find out like the old lady whose house he took, he's got her dissolving in the bathtub. It's like, well, you want to use that bathtub. He's also not taking a bath. Or show, or he goes in the back and he just. I guess he uses the bathtub upstairs. But why yeah. even have a bathtub downstairs? Why? To dissolve a body. I, I was going to say, maybe he goes in the back and he just has his next victim, like, spray him down. And be like, yeah, you're going to go in a hole in a bit. Can you, can you wash me off first, though? Please, I smell. I just, just think. Just put the fucking I just on. think it's a waste of a bathtub. It, I agree. I, I, I agree they, with you. They, it's a beautiful clawfoot bathtub. Yeah. Yeah. And, and yeah. you know what? An else? old colonial house. They yeah, kind of fixed it up nice. They're gonna fix it up real nice. You know what? There's a fucking pile of shit in, in the bed. In the in the bed. Your is also a real shame that got ruined. <laughs> Barry's tuxedo. They dig it. He's never gonna. I mean, he's dead, but his parents <laughs> are never gonna get the money back on that. His dad's gonna be really pissed. The car's wrecked oh and gone. Do you forever. think the tuxedo people in that situation are like, hey, I know your kid died, but like, 
<laughs> that that rental time is up. Yeah, and uh, we're gonna have to charge you for the dry cleaning yeah. at the funeral. They're like, we're not doing like, get out of here. Right, the check and hand it to him as he's getting lowered into the hole. It's gonna be like twenty five hundred bucks <laughs> on top of the funeral fees. Yeah, sorry for doing this. It's funeral. on the receipt. It's the only way we knew where you would be. Like we tried to call you. It's tax deductible. You're a doctor, right? So let me ask you a question. Um, in the theatrical cut, I couldn't remember about the director's cut. The theatrical, it's just like. She, Renee has some meandering and then she meets um, Vilmer again. Yeah. But it's so quick. It's just like, I'm on the road. Here's Vilmer. He's picking me up now or something. Get in, get in the fucking car. Yeah. It's yeah. like super quick. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I feel like I'd have to watch him back to back, but I feel like him showing them the her the bodies in the back is, happens a lot quicker. Oh, big time! Right, because yeah, he does pick her up, and she's like, "Are you the guy?" Like, because she ends up going back to where the cars Who? were, and they're no longer there, and she's like confused. And that you're right. Then he's like, "Get in the car," and then he's just like, "Huh, you can't trust anybody. You know, you, you know, you can't trust anybody hitchhiking these days." And he starts like saying all those cryptic shit, like, "Yeah, yeah, I read about this old guy who got picked up, and then he got both his arms cut off," and he's like. <laughs> There's no originality to it. I don't see how I would have done it. He's like, you want to see something really scary? And he puts on fucking Credence and then he makes her look out the back and he's like, there ain't no fucking Sunday morning cartoons. Yeah. See, that shit's real. He's smashing her head into the fucking back Oh my God. Okay. She gets the shipping out. Not as much as Heather. Heather gets the shipping out of her, but yeah. McConaughey's a fucking animal in this movie and he is manhandling. Yeah, but he's manhandling Renee Zellweger. I mean, at one point he's like, ah, into her mouth. Dude, he sticks his fucking fingers in her her, mouth. He spits food on her. Spits on her. And I get it. Like, that's the character or whatever. But he's like, when he's actually grabbing her, when he shoves his fingers into her mouth, yeah. it's like disturbing. I don't know how, again, very low budget. I, I even think Renee Zellweger even said in an interview I was reading that she's surprised they got away with some of the stuff they did. Mm-hmm. It felt like it wasn't even legal. Yeah, we'll, yeah. we'll, we'll get to something else. I'm later. sure. I'm sure she was fine. I'm sure that's something they talked about beforehand. I'm going to stick my fucking fingers in your mouth and you're going to love it. I I hope that was something that was talked about beforehand. Renee, Renee, I'm going to choke you, right? Then I'm going to stick my fucking fingers in your mouth. And then I'm going to scream in your fucking ear and blow your goddamn eardrum. Does that sound good? Yeah, as long as they talk about it. (laughs) So, like, she gets out of the car. She, like, falls out of the side and he's laughing because he knows, like, Leatherface is coming. Yeah. And, and you know, of course, Leatherface chases her through the fucking woods. And then it's like the it's like the first one, whatever. and the second one, and yeah. the third one, and the third one. You need a chasing. I know. You need a chasing for the trailer to get let people know it's a Leatherface chasing people. I, I, I will so. say again, my recollection's a little fuzzy because we watched all these recently back to back. But I, it reminded me of the first one. I thought it was kind of effective. It's fine. It, this is a weird scene because they get back to she she gets to the house, she gets into the house. She runs up this fucking, she slams the door. He yeah. chainsaws through it just like yeah. the original. She runs up the stairs and finds all the dead people in this movie are just people in makeup. It's yeah. not corpses. <laughs> it's like people. It's like yeah. a mannequin. Yeah. She finds a cop. It reminds me of Blue Velvet when they have kind of. Like, yeah. When they have the cops like strung up. Yeah. Like, dead. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's, there's just a sheriff there and he's just like sitting there like not even fully still like, he's blue he looks like he looks like one of the the shitty zombies from dawn of the dead where they have like the, just the blue skin yeah. well and of course they have grandpa in there and if you're not like paying attention you don't realize it's him right away yeah. he's just sitting there eyes shut because again it just looks like fucking corpse yeah. makeup on what, it, whatever I mean, it, bad corpse well we makeup. have to get the uh the the, the 
the stereotypical at this point in the series jump out the second story yeah. window. She jumps out the window. She's there's a struggle on the roof. Yeah. Leather face, like, up an antenna at one point. Yeah, yeah, she's like one of the gremlins on top that of the fucking kind of Futterman's house. I like that actually. Like a, it is kind of cool. And then she falls through the greenhouse, right? Yeah. Yeah. Is that cut out of the theatrical version? No, it's in the theatrical. It's in the app, yeah. yeah. Is it longer? Right. It might be longer in the director's cut. I know, I, I know was, she I was I was I was dog sitting while watching oh. this and I might have had to have gotten up to let the dogs out. <laughs> How so dare I'm like, you? I'm sorry. And I and I watched the two versions like two weeks ago. <laughs> so I'm sorry if I'm getting things wrong. You're totally good. I'm sorry I don't have an encyclopedic knowledge of all the different cuts. <laughs> I'm doing my best. Here. You're trying. You're, you're totally fine. <sighs> also. She gets away she gets again. away again and then meets up with Darla. With Darla. And yeah. guess what? She's part of the family. Yeah. Spoilers. Yeah. Also, at this point, credits of three, which I hate. Uh, it was kind of interesting to see that the creepy gas station guy was not related to the family. Yeah. Once. Well, what? He was just a different Fuck, crazy fucking guy. Fucking Alfredo, man. Yeah. Oh, he's just a different crazy guy. He's he French Stewart. to the family. Yeah. <laughs> French Stewart. <laughs> I right. guess so. And they just like adopted him. Yeah. That's why he's the fucking. No, I don't mess- even think he had anything to do with the family. He's just a different crazy guy. No, he's a, he's, he's a fucking guy who's got to fucking throw out the garbage. The family's garbage. Oh, man. They was fucking. Never mind. I take it back. Fuck three. Anyway. <laughs> they was right, let me go yeah. out in the middle of the woods and dump fucking bodies in a hole. Well, no, not fucking. He always said motherfucker. Yeah, that was motherfucker. his thing. saying motherfucker. Yeah. So, yes. She gets captured and they go back to the. Fu- no, they don't even go back well, they, go to, they go to get pizza they first. They go to get pizza. Because yes. that's the thing in this movie. Like, I, I, they're not eating bodies, but they're still getting pepperoni pizza. One large vegetarian, please. Yeah. But this. <laughs> it's pretty funny. Uh, but no, it this is. scene is interesting because she's making sounds and she opens the up trunk, the yeah. trunk and the cops are behind her talking about like what food they want. Yeah. And she's like, I'll make a hole in your bag as long as you don't scream. And then Renee's like, okay, not knowing the cops are yeah, right. I know. And the cop is like walking past as they're shutting the door. Uh, that, I thought that was funny. I thought what, that what was, you got in there? And he's just like, like, oh, you don't even want to Don't nice. even look. Yeah. She plays up the sex appeal for sure. Big yeah. Time. I love that, though, because it straddles that line. I think, you know, yeah. it's just uh, the dark comedy and like the this is a tense situation, but they're playing it for laughs. It's also mm-hmm. a, it's also a totally different take because it's like, here's this attractive woman who's well kept you know what i mean she's not some like backwoods hillbilly that's like covered in sweat and food stains it's it's definitely a spin on that character for sure yeah Um, Yeah, i mean she's the drayton sawyer yeah yeah, well even drayton sawyer you're like if if someone said oh he's a bad guy you'd be like all right yeah he's a bad guy don't eat the chili i I do love that the name of the pizza place and i'm assuming that it was just called this but it's called buds and i'm like all right it's not quite bubba but it's close (laughs) i kind of like that i don't know if that was intentional or not i like that but I do like that stressful thing of like, oh wow, they could have just they, they could have yeah. almost saved. Well, even even the uh, the drive through guys like, oh, you're making something's making noise in your trunk. What do you got out there? She's I'm like, you like, want to come see it? He's like, I might get in trouble. <laughs> like, oh man, this is rough. But she's doing it in like a seductive way. Yeah, like, hey, I'll blow you in the back seat or. I like something. how she's just being honest. Reminds me of uh, Sleepaway Camp too. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, what, what, what's in there? Dead teenagers' brains. Uh, what did you use for the brains? Dead teenagers' brains. <laughs> <laughs> that might be when we have to do because I, I like that movie, but it is such a departure from that first one. It's like yeah. hard to oh. wrap your head around on a first hey, viewing. Springsteen's sister got paid. Uh, yeah, get, twice. <laughs> she was in the third one too. Born in the USA. So then they get back to the house, and somewhere in between all of this, um, Heather got stuck on the meat hook and it, and has gotten off the meat hook yeah, and she, is now escaping. Yeah. yeah, she gets on it and off it in the theatrical cut. They don't show you her get off. They the hook. don't. 
She and then she's just in the middle of the road, I, and Darla pulls up on her, and she's like, "How did you get out?" She hits yeah. her with a fish, bops yeah, her with a stick. She's trying to kill her with the stick. She's like, "Stop hitting me!" She's like, nah. "I think there's a sign somewhere out there that says anyone that doesn't want to get killed, go down this dirt path." Oh, okay. Because <laughs> yeah, the, the boyfriend Sean serious? in the beginning, oh, now her. Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if there was. Uh, so they. That's, it, like, that's like a scary movie joke. Yeah. Where it's like live, die, and they run. And die. Exactly. But yeah, yeah. She leaves her there. She's like, I'll get W.E. to pick her ass up. <laughs> so they so they bring Renee, Renee Zellweger in, and then we finally get them all together. Yeah. And we find out that, cause, because uh, W.E. comes in and he's like, look what your brother did to the door. So he's, Leatherface is one of their, at least Vilmer's brother. Yeah. And obviously a direct callback to that yeah. first Well, one. yeah, maybe, line maybe, for line. Maybe it's just like a, like a. It doesn't work well in this like, one. Like, like, a, like a symbolic brother. Oh, like, like a brother in arms? Yeah, I mean. Oh, like, like a Masonic brother? Yeah, like when you were watching wrestling as a kid and Hulk Hogan said brother, were you like, oh my God. Like I'm related to Hulk Hogan. Why does he never come at Christmas? Because he's not really your brother. It's like a symbolic. <laughs> I mean, with it's this an movie, Illuminati plot. I mean, for this movie, it could kind of be the right. Like, maybe... You could go around here and be like, Hulk Hogan's my brother. He said so. <laughs> I mean, I have that. He told me. I got that Hulkamania shirt. What else would it really tell you? Obviously, that means we're, we're family. He said this to me. But yeah, we, we, we get them all together, like you're saying, and... Uh, it's not looking too good for Heather. This is the thing, too. Like, well, now we take Renee Zellweger out of the bag. He's like, you can't fucking believe this, can you? Nobody can fucking believe this, because this is the Texas Chainsaw Massacre of the Next Generation. You should have just said that. I'm oh, my God. Like, they might as well go full ham on it. But uh, this is where... like, well, no one was massacred with the chainsaw yet. <laughs> we, I didn't even see a chainsaw. Well, maybe. There was a yeah. guy hit with a sledgehammer. That was it. <laughs> like, and somebody run over. The most damage the chainsaw's done is to your antenna. They won't be able to watch Letterman tonight, but <laughs> oh, okay. God, you fucked it up. <laughs> but he damaged that door. Yeah, he broke the door. So, uh... So yeah, this is when he sticks his fingers in his mouth and does all this shit. And then he fucking Oswald cobble pots this fuck and Heather on the ground. Cause the like, W.E. like drags her in and he's like, Oh, I'm in the mood for love. And he fucking bites this woman's nose. Yeah. Yeah. And she's already got a scar from the car crash and she's already been through some uh 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 mark in her back from a meat meat hook. I just <laughs> Heather is more tortured than what's her face. All because she's uh, a Justine in Mary Shelley's Frankenstein. <laughs> oh, man. Both characters, I'm like, please just let them Listen, die. at least There's Justine some... Justine was tragic. Yeah. Yeah. This character just sucks and has a raw deal. Uh, yeah, and she, I, you know, she is a self-proclaimed bitch, so maybe she had it coming. I don't know. They're just, they're just, I mean, their tragedy is just so. They put fucking out. gasoline on this woman who's conked out on the ground <laughs> and light her on fire for fun, and she starts running down. Ah! And, and Matthew McConaughey's, oh, watch her run! Oh! While Renee's like, please stop! It's like, holy shit! <sighs> Cut to her and Darla having some girl talk. Well, this is where we get this. Illuminati drop. Now we failed to mention yes. before that it says Illuminati wrecking on uh, the truck, Matthew McConaughey's uh, truck. Oh, it does. It does, especially in the that. especially in the director's cut. It's like Illuminati. Okay, so here's my wrecking. thought. Then, if he's not directly related, like just to finally put a pin on that thought, maybe he's the one person that was like, "Hey, you're crazy. We want you in charge, and you're with these people now." Well, he does say he's like, "Don't you think this house is wired? The FBI is already he's listening. Like they're all they're fucking everywhere, man. They're in your head. They're in the the gremlins. They got little gremlins for you. <laughs> well, that's what they're playing up. People that are paranoid that live out in the right, middle of right. nowhere." But, but yeah, you can tell like what we're meant to believe from Renee's point of view is that like. Darla's been manipulated by Wilmer to believe this nonsense. Yeah, because and she says some shit like, 
oh, you know, who do you think killed Kennedy? And like, they've been doing this stuff for like one, maybe 2,000 years. Well, because he's crazy. Like, I think he's an alien. Yeah, because you know, Renee Zellweger's like, why does he do what he does? And yeah. she's like, he's just, you know, he gets paid to do this. This is his job. And you're like, this is his. What Back up talking? a second. What are you? His job. I kind of like that idea. It's, like, uh, it's, yeah, it's, on paper. If you're going to go crazy with it, I'm like, oh, yeah, what? Because then you're thinking, like, why would the Illuminati want just some hicks to kill people in the woods? <laughs> and you find out later it's like a martyrs kind of situation, yeah. I guess. Well, yeah. So, so, so McConaughey comes in and he has, again, he's being cryptic as fuck. And he's like, he's like why, why do you think I let you live? And, and he's like, come on, count down. What if I, you know what? I think I'm going to take this down. I'm going to slit your fucking throat. And he's like, nine, eight, don't be late. Yeah, What's yeah. wrong with you? <laughs> Why do you think you're still alive? McConaughey's too good. <laughs> it's, it's too good. It's too good. And it's kind of like a ghost. She's like, I don't know. You need me for something. He's like, oh, that's real good. Your Renee's not as good as your McConaughey. I mean, she's fine. I think she's fine. I can't no, do it. I can't do oh. a good Renee. Uh, <laughs> what are you talking about? I'm going to leave. <laughs> and there's nothing you can do to stop me. Don't fucking move. Get on your knees. Oh, okay. Oh, that God. scene is kind of great. Because, you know, yeah, they have that scene you're just talking about where he chokes her out and yeah. he, you know, then he starts beating up Darla because they have this love-hate relationship. That's a, that's a great scene it, because, like, once you know the mechanics of what's kind of happening, he, the whole thing is, like, he's trying to scare the shit out of her. Yeah. But just takes it way too far. Yeah. And it's the, it's the commentary that you were talking about before of, like, how it's movies aren't doing that for people anymore. Like, yeah. how to be scared again or whatever. Mm. I love when Darla's getting her ass kicked. And she's like, and she's like, she's like, you're embarrassing me in front of company. <laughs> oh yeah, and then they have that rough sex a little later, where where he, he has fucking, that remote controls for his uh for his leg. They're thing. fucking hitting the controls, they're eating. Pe they're fucking on a pizza pie yeah. or something, uh, which I still don't fully understand because he's like flipping out about no one charged my batteries. Why didn't he charge my batteries for his his mechanical leg that runs on TV remotes, which. I guess it's so that he doesn't have as much tension in his leg that was implied to have been run over. I don't know. Well, <laughs> well we get to that here because, uh, well, first of all, Leatherface is acting like a child whose mom and dad are fighting. And he's yeah. like, ah! and by the way, he's screaming like a fucking child. I the whole mean, movie. To be honest, this is based on the first movie. This is how I picture Leatherface because he's just kind of there in the first. Yeah. Like, he chased people. Yeah. But when it came down, he was definitely not the leader or the foot. Like, he's no. just like, I'm the Oh, no, the no. He's the muscle. Because yeah. we so far in this movie, at least, we've had regular ass. I guess I'll refer to him Leatherface, your classic. We've had old woman, which yeah. we had when they first get there. Yeah. Oh, when, 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 uh, when she gets recaptured. When she gets recaptured. Yeah. And he's got the cattle prod, which we didn't talk about. W.E. gets her with the cattle prod. Yeah. And then he gets Leatherface with the cattle prod to fuck with them. Yeah. And then later we get sexy Leatherface, for lack of a better term. where he, And he then has that callback to the opening scene where he's put... They are putting lipstick on. I'm not really sure Renee what Zellweger. Leatherface's pronouns yeah. are. I don't want to assume. <laughs> Especially, like, again, if we have multiple, if we've got like eight or nine of these guys now, or gals, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, who knows? Maybe he's going out for RuPaul. I think he just I, likes I, to wear ladies' clothes. I think so too. I would love I mean, to does? see that. Yeah. I, I just if if Leatherface was on RuPaul, nothing against any of the drag kings <laughs> or drag queens, but that would be amazing TV. Next up, we got Bubba Sawyer. <laughs> oh my god! Oh my god! They look great. This isn't the Belay Brothers Dracula. Oh, Chasse, you Texas stay, Chainsaw dude. Massacre. Yeah, Chasse, you stay for yeah, sure. Yeah. <laughs> 
So again, here we get here we get more of that Illuminati shit. Yeah. Because Renee Zellweger takes a shotgun and right. like holds them all at gunpoint. Mm. And McConaughey's like, hey, fuck a boot around my mouth. Hey, fuck a chew my fucking Oh, right yeah, he, do, he does Come that. Come right here, put it right here. He, he does that shotgun when I did that cherub on the last episode. Oh, he, he just s- blows it hardcore. <laughs> but he W's like, he he fucking was run over. He was shot like 20 times. Like, you're not going to kill him. Yeah. And then you're like, okay, so is he a fucking alien? Uh, I, I mean, Darla puts it perfectly saying, if he put that shotgun anywhere where you can grab it, honey, like he wanted you to take it. Sure. Yeah. I think he just knows she won't have enough balls. It's though. a great mind fuck scene though, yeah. because they, she, he finally does. He she finally takes it and like puts it at him, and he's like, "Oh!" And he's putting it in his <laughs> if mouth. If you had to convince someone who was afraid to use a gun to not use him, just be like, "Yeah, it's not even loaded. Go ahead, shoot me." <laughs> yeah, he throws it. I say that. He throws it the shells. He's yeah, like, he's yeah. Like, yeah. If girls like freaking yeah. out and be like, "It's not even loaded," but you the pisser is. I, I don't know anything about guns, so I'll be the first to admit I probably would have done the same thing. But pull that trigger twice because he pulls, she pulls it once, nothing. Double her, double her shotgun, yeah. second shot because he rips it out of her hand, shoots it above W. He blows the fucking <laughs> was, window it out. Was actually yeah, yeah. The pop goes the fucking weasel, and he's like, he's like, he's like me. <laughs> yeah, this is when he goes crazy. This is when he starts getting the all right, all rights out there. And he's let a face go get a people. I can't even understand half the stuff he say when he's screaming. Like you have a stick that's within reach because he has a stick. He's like, oh. <laughs> Like a fucking sand I, person. Yeah. <laughs> I wish I had a prop. It, it's uh, great. excuse me. It's it's Tuscan Raider. Oh okay. Oh, cancel movies. I'm just kidding. No, I'm kidding. I only say sand person. I, I have to the, say the, though, the, the slave one. <laughs> well, it's it's fire spray. <laughs> fire spray. That hot fucking spray. Hey, come Boba on, Boba Fett starship. The very he, famous far, does, fire starship. Does he does he call it Boba Fett starship? <laughs> I haven't watched the show yet, but I'd be great if he was like, hey. They, they don't even call it they're anything. They're like, hey, Dinglebot, whatever the character's name is. Like, <laughs> quick, like, I want Boba Fett to be like, quick, get into Boba Fett's starship. It's like, did he just refer to himself? You know what would be a great way to find all that information out? What? I, I'm not advocating for this per se, but hey, there's a new Lego Star Wars coming out supposedly, which read about it. Apparently it's a problem because they just crunch the shit out of their employees. However, my point being, oh, if you're going to find out what they're going to rename this thing, it's probably going to be in the Lego game. Yeah. Maybe. So, uh, yeah. <laughs> Back to this not depressing information. So, so Renee gets out. Yeah. She runs away. She tries to grab Heather, but Heather's not having it. She's on the mm. floor with her fucking nose gushing blood. She runs outside and she gets in the fucking car and Matthew McConaughey is on top of this fucking house and just goes, Durr! and he fucking jumps off onto the car. He had that practice in Rain of Fire, man. Yeah. Come on, big boy. Oh, yeah. I could not get that thought out of my head during that scene. That was one of the funniest things I've ever saw in Rain of Fire when he jumped off the tower and he's got eaten me. Yeah. Me and my cousin were like, oh. Didn't well, see it, that coming. Yeah, he jumps on the car and then she like almost immediately crashes it. Mm-hmm. Cause he like flips off the side, but he like t- makes the hood flop fly up on her. And he yeah. ends up he ends up capturing her again. Yeah, why are back into the house? Like, then we have that pizza fuck scene where she's like doing the things. Yeah, and then we finally get to our Texas Chainsaw Massacre: The Next Generation TM dinner scene. Right. Yeah. All right. All right. All right. <laughs> he does say, "Welcome to my fucking party now. And Y'all ready to get fucking yeah. crazy?" And yeah. there's just a dead family of tourists. <laughs> just uh, yeah, yeah. There with grandpas. We find out. Oh, yeah. fucking grandpa Munster is there. He's like got his eyes closed, and like you're this old to, man. You're is... supposed to assume that he is also dead with them. He takes a piece of pizza. <laughs> 
No, he takes a knife. He gets up and Yeah, he, he leaves with a knife for sure. Oh, I thought he leaves with a slice of knife. Everything is going on. Uh what is it? WE is talking to grandpa. And again, if you haven't seen the other movies, you might be like, Oh, that guy's dead. Yeah. Not expecting the surprise. Or if you saw Texas Chainsaw 3, you're like, well, that's clearly not grandpa. <laughs> um, <laughs> is it though? But yeah, during this scene, there's just one cut of grandpa just being like, no. <laughs> he just gets up and walks out of the he's movie. Had, he's had enough. Of it. He well, just walks. He picks up a knife and just walks out of the movie. Because they're because they're fighting and getting into yeah. it, and that's when the Illuminati guy walks in and starts explaining himself. And that's when Grandpa's like, "All right, I've heard enough," and leaves. Uh, just like most of the people in the theater did, they got up and walked out of the. <laughs> um, uh, this is such yeah, a wait, weird plot. Darla point. tells Renee, she's like, I gotta do what he says. He's got a thing in my head and it'll blow up. Yeah. <laughs> Renee's like, Yeah, yeah, okay. She's like, There's nothing in your You're head. You're fucking crazy. Yeah. All right. And this is her scene where she fires back on him all. Yeah. Matthew McConaughey comes up to Renee Zellweger and is screaming yeah. in her ear. Yeah. If I'm not mistaken, he literally like damaged one of her eardrums in this scene by screaming into her fucking I mean, ear. It wouldn't get better. I don't fucking think so. <laughs> I think she's fucking deaf in this ear. Well, I don't I'll know scream. if it, like, it just hurt her ear or if it's like uh, what you call it, Chatter in Star Trek. Oh, yes, I have no yes, idea. You know, forever oh, maybe he did. Yeah, but she just hears Matthew McConaughey constantly <laughs> in her ear going, I, I, I'm la That's funny. But yeah. what I'm laughing at is in our interview with Donkey Lip slash Michael Ray Bauer, he talks about a story where he went to go do a uh, audition with the Dell guy. Remember, dude, you're getting a Dell? Yeah. And he screamed in the guy's ear as part of the audition and it blew his eardrum oh, and he right. had to go to the hospital. Yeah. <laughs> go back and check that out. It's a long ass interview, but it's Did in there. Sued? Like, I, like I, I don't remember. I, he may he mention He didn't it. get the part. <laughs> I think the studio had to pay for the guy's medical yeah, bills or something like that. So, Vil so Vilmer's there and he's fucking screaming and, and ranting and raving. Mm. And he picks up like a Bible or something. And Renee Zellweger's like, you're full of shit. It's all fake. And he's like, oh, and he throws the book and he takes a hammer and he fucking <laughs> he kills W.E. He, he hits W.E. in the fucking head with the hammer. <laughs> he just fucking kills him. <laughs> and then he leaves the room. Yeah. And comes back, or, or he leaves the room, and then Renee Zellweger's like, I'm getting out of here. This is crazy. Yeah. And she look, and Leatherface gets up. And she's like, you sit the oh, fuck yeah. down. She's like, I'm leaving. No one's going to stop me. Gets up. Leatherface goes, ah. She's like, you sit the fuck back down. And he just goes, ah. <laughs> it's right. One of the, it's one of the funniest fucking scenes. Matthew the whole McConaughey time. comes back in like fucking Mr. Blonde. And he's just dumping gas all over uh, Heather. Oh, yeah, oh, this, oh, is, this is where he lights her on fire. We're going to have the fucking barbecue. <laughs> And, uh, that, and then is this where the Lu Illuminati yes, Rothman? And the Illuminati show up. Mr. <laughs> Mr. Rothman? Yes. <laughs> this French guy with this horrible fucking haircut comes in. I was going to say, his hair is real upsetting. He he always sounds like he's got to clear his throat, and yeah. it drives me insane. Yeah. I think he does a good performance. <laughs> no, I think he's good, but I'm just yeah. saying. Well, he comes in. Yeah. This, he's in a suit and everything. And Matthew, this is the one time in the movie Matthew McConaughey seems a little nervous. Yeah. He's like, huh, what are you doing here? They're like, we don't need to tell you. And he's like, no. Yeah, that's you, true. Yeah. You've been a silly boy, Matthew McConaughey. Yeah. You're doing it all wrong, Matthew yeah. McConaughey. He he walks in and like Renee thinks she's being saved. <laughs> and he's like, okay, quiet down. Okay, <laughs> sit down. Sit down, sit down. It's okay. It's okay. <laughs> and he starts unbuttoning his shirt. Well, this is after the, he does yeah. that after. So like he just goes to Matthew McConaughey. He's like, fuck. He's like, what is this? I want these people to experience horror. 
horror. This is appalling. He's yeah, like, he's yeah. like, I hate this. <laughs> this sucks. You, this movie sucks. <laughs> Meanwhile, you, and then he unbuttons and you yeah, find yeah. out he has weird piercings and he's burn marks. Got three nipples on his belly, and like it's all—he looks like Lord of Illusions. I don't know if it's all nipples. cut up. I just think it's his rings in his belly. Dude, they look like nipples. Maybe. I don't know. I, I I mean, they're definitely like some Illuminati like we've been talking about. And even Darla's yeah. like, yeah, they've been around for like a thousand years. Yeah. I yeah. don't know. He licks. Oh, so that part's well, disgusting. This is, this is where it all starts to make sense. So like Matthew McConaughey's been going, I'm fucking crazy. I fucking light people on fire. Is that scary? Yeah. And this guy, all he does is go up to her and lick her face. And she goes insane. Yes. I mean, and repeatedly, by and, the way. But, but like, it's that thing of like being terrified of the unknown. Mm-hmm. rather than being shown everything yeah sure. i think that's what they're going for at least yeah because you're like what is this guy i don't understand this guy it's so, what it's, is he it's doing? confusing it's terrifying yeah. what's his motive yeah. you know what i mean meanwhile the rest of the movie's like look he's got a chainsaw yeah. oh, he's gonna <laughs> yeah. run you over it's oh he's like, fucking cra- he's a robot leg he's crazy because that was one of the things in the original text chainsaw was like why are they doing this i know they're eating people but right. why are they doing all the other stuff it's like what what is the purpose of this? It's, it's also the detriment of like the town and stuff yeah. like that, which makes sense. Yeah. But yeah, it's, nice, in the to context. A, it's nice to have a little bit of mystery here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I guess yeah. that's what this is. Cause it's, it's the like, most memorable thing for me. Yeah. Like, besides sit the fuck back down. Um, <laughs> but yeah, even as a kid, I'm like, this is like a big like thing they're dropping on me here. I'm not sure I get all of it, but it, I'm remembering it. I'll never forget it. It's a complete 180. Yeah. And it turns the whole movie on its head. It's like the movie takes a break. Like the main bad guy who's been larger than life is yeah. like reduced to talking. shit. Yeah. He's like, he's silent for one. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And he's so. completely just like being reprimanded like he's a child. Yeah. And he's just like, whatever, fuck you. I'll do it my way if yeah. I want it. Which makes me think like, does he have a thing in his head that could blow him up? Because he says to Darla, he's like, while you're with him, I'll never know. She's like, you know damn well while I'm here. Yeah. She probably has a thing in her Yeah. Head. <laughs> it's a joke that we play because <laughs> I'll kill them if I want to. So so then that guy leaves and then McConaughey immediately is like, all right, now I can take this into overdrive. Oh, man. Darla tries to first argue with them and then he like backhands the shit out of her. Yeah. And then he's like, goes right up to Heather, who's now KO'd after being, let's see, let's go down the line again, <laughs> in a car crash. Getting stuck on a meat hook. Yes. Getting uh, bopped with a stick. Getting bopped with a stick. Bopped with a stick. Dragged back in. Lit on fire. Nose bitten off. Nose, nose bitten, bitten off. off. And now head fucking caved in it's by a really, robotic leg. It's a really good scene. Like yeah. he just he just like quiet. Like you could see just the rage on his face. And he's he, so upset. He's so upset. He can't do anything to that guy. Right. Yeah. So he goes he's over. Gotta and, take it out on her. Like too. when your dad yells at you when you're a kid and you want to be like, oh, fuck yourself. But you know, you get the yeah. fucking backhand. Or like when my mom would get mad at my sister for losing a basketball game and then start yelling at me for no reason. <laughs> like, Siblings. Like, what did I do? I don't, what the fuck did I do? It's taking it on you. And you're doing bad in school. I'm like, yeah, it's not new. Why are you yelling at me now? Yeah. <laughs> so in there. So he steps on this woman's head and like <laughs> uses his little remote and crushes her fucking dome. Yeah. We don't see it. We don't see it. Which is better. I mean, I'm yeah. kind of okay with this one. Yeah. Not seeing it. You, you get are, it. There are movies where you can see it. Uh, movies where you don't and it depends on the movie i, I think it's more effective i think it works this. here it works here because of the emotion that's kind of running through the scene and mm. matthew mcconaughey in this yeah. and renee zellweger to be perfectly honest because it's her friend being killed right in front of her well, and yeah. she's trying to yeah. stop it and there's no way in hell and she's that, stopping it it's egregious but it's also the whole point is to scare renee zellweger oh, yeah. that's mm. why they don't kill her the whole time 
because it's part of the plan or some shit like some cabin in the woods bullshit. Uh, yeah. yeah. Um, you know, the fear juice or some shit keeps yeah. them young. So then she escapes for a third time or a fourth time. Fourth time. <laughs> and this is where McConaughey comes out with his fuck. Oh, wait, before that, she like fucks with the remote. And- right. Because he's like chasing her, and yeah. there's like a there's like a remote control war. I'll, I'll still say that's one of the dumbest plot devices in a movie I've ever seen. <laughs> it's, uh, it's, it's but it funny. is it's kind of funny in its own way because it's yeah. been fucking played up the whole movie. I, Why don't they ever do that to like? I was always thinking like like Darth Vader. Why don't they ever just like push his button? Or why don't they just fucking light off like an EMP next to him, right? Yeah. And he's like, oh. Or just any robot. Just like, <laughs> just like janking. Yeah. Like Terminators, they're like, they're so indestructible. It's like, they have wires just exposed. Do they have, do, they, do Terminators have insulation for EMPs? I don't know. Depends on the movie, probably. Ah, uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm sure T2 did. Get back to us on that one. Yeah. But. Who cares? <laughs> Back to McConaughey on the on the porch on Leatherface's his leg. Come on, Leatherface! Oh, he's like screaming into the. He's like, he comes outside and goes, Vilma, get that bitch!" He's hyping hey, himself. Yeah, yeah, like he screams his own name. Meanwhile, Leatherface is running. And Leatherface is like, like "All right, I guess like, so." Yeah. <laughs> Do I have to? I love. It. I love. It. So yeah, he's chasing her. She gets into the Winnebago with the old people. <laughs> That's such a great scene. Yeah, but I love... They're, I making, love, they're making Bloody Marys. Yeah, oh yeah I love that, like, she gets in the thing and Leatherface is running and it gets behind. And then, like, they, I forget if the director's cut is different, but, like, a theatrical cut. Like, the next shot is, like, Leatherface is already in Vilmer's uh, car yeah. going up next to him. No, like, it's, it's just like it's a, theat- it's a theatrical cut. Okay, yeah. Because like, that was really quick. He, she's like, oh, somebody's running around outside of the thing. Winnebago with a chainsaw. Get her in here. And he's like, oh, don't spill my drink or whatever. Yeah. Mr. <laughs> Mr. Spivish. Yeah. Oh Want a Bloody Mary, Mr. Spivish? At first, she's like, don't pull over while this woman's getting chased. Then yeah. she's like the one opening the yeah, fucking agreed. door. I, I mean, yeah. I mean, so to be honest, with the chainsaw. Like, well, yeah, fuck what am that, I man. Do? Yeah, <laughs> but you're right. Then they do the drive your plane into how, them. How oh. far? How far away is the chainsaw guy? Right behind her. Nah, we're gotcha. going. Yeah, Bye. Yeah, yeah. How far is the chainsaw guy behind her? Let's hit the other guy with the plane. <laughs> I still cannot believe this is how this fucking movie ends. So the Winnebago comes full circle because it like runs off the road. Vilmer's there now with this truck. Leatherface is fucking got his chainsaw. Yeah, their chainsaw and. uh Renee Zellweger, I guess the couple's dead because yeah. Renee Zell- Zellweger gets out of the top of this. I mean, even if they're alive, they're pretty old. They're, <laughs> they're going to take a while to get out of that. My Bloody Mary, I spilt my drink. <sighs> That's the real crime. Watch <laughs> Trailer Park Boys. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, but not like... Oh, what, Julian with the glass all the time holding the fucking rum and coke? <laughs> yeah, the end of season two when the uh, the Winnebago like flips over like three times and then he gets out and his glass <laughs> is so glass. <laughs> Always going around with a jeweled glass with this fucking alcoholic <laughs> beverage as he refers to it. I just I my favorite visual guy like the glasses. I think that's the same. Yeah, that's the same episode. I think when uh, they have the big standoff at the end with Ricky and uh, uh, what's his face, the main bat, uh, Mister. Uh... No, I think that's a different. Okay, episode. anyway, that's a different anyway. <laughs> so so she's running down this fucking road, and now Leatherface is chasing after her and uh, Vilmer. Yeah. Somehow Vilmer gets in front of Leatherface and this guy yeah. who's been like circling around the whole property, like crop dusting in this fucking plane, yeah. decides to dive bomb, not kill the guy with the chainsaw. Right. Well, right. Right. For all he knows, Matt McConaughey is also is running also from the a, guy with yeah, the chainsaw. Right, right. 
Was that Tinker in the plane? Did he just misjudge? <laughs> was it? Is the Illuminati guy? It's right? Quaid from <laughs> Hello, boys. It, I'm back. It's Ken Forey. He got out of jail. He said, "I'm taking these motherfuckers out once and for all." Got in a plane and just fucking ran them over. I don't know. <laughs> I see any white person with a chainsaw. They're going down. It just dawned on me that Leatherface doesn't die, so <laughs> that they could make another fucking movie. I, I mean, honestly, just to go off the Ken Forey, I, well, you're right. But just to go off the Ken Forey idea, because now my mind's moving in MDU th- <laughs> terms. You know, eventually he lands uh, wherever the Rockmores live, and you know, changes his name obviously, and then becomes Keenan's dad. And oh, one hundred percent. And then eventually he ends up somewhere in the South by Devil's Rejects. I'm still not sure on the exact yeah. timeline, but him and Michael Berryman go there after the Keenan and Kel two heads are better than none movie, and they, they try true. they try to get some chickens, not the fuck. But they do try to get some chickens. I still have not seen the third uh, Rob Zombie. Watch movie. me never see it because I don't care. <laughs> I mean, I'm kind of there for Bill Mosley, but I'm also like kind of good. Yeah, I want to see because I, I, I really love the first two as kids. I don't really like it now, the, uh, but the, I, I'm interested to see what they do. I think that first movie is the best thing that Rob Zombie's ever done. I definitely like Devil's Rejects more, but I just Captain Spaulding De- Devil's is so Rejects. Good. I'm sorry. Yeah, I was gonna say. I, I, I totally blocked House oh. of a Thousand Corpses out of my mind. Yeah, they the are second... so like different. They're like yeah. the. It's like the opposite of, te- even though the first movie is kind of Texas Chainsaw. It's plot, fucking Texas Chainsaw. But it's kind of like the opposite where like the first one was the crazy insane one. And the second one's just a little bit more straightforward. I, I like I like Devil's yeah. Rejects. I think it's a, I think yeah. it's fine. But it's just funny how Texas Chainsaw was like the gritty realistic yeah. one then got crazy. Yeah. House of that was good. We're going to start crazy with <laughs> Dr. Satan and the skunk ape and, uh, yeah. all this other, and a zombie man. And then the next one's like, oh, it's just regular killer. I mean, I mean they literally have a grandpa character in that movie. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. He, oh, he's great in that though. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, uh, Matthew McConaughey's taken out. And then, uh, and then we, let, hit your, we hit your right. His blood is like purplish. Uh, kind of. I don't know. Maybe it was my TV, but I'm like, is this blood? It maybe crazy. it's that uh the fuel coming out of the leg of device. Oh, I don't yeah, know. The, was, yeah, the fucking hydraulic cool. fluid, maybe. Or maybe it was an alien. I think he's an alien. Could be. I mean, again, make another X-Files reference for anyone that's been following us on the live <laughs> shows lately. I, I'm, I'm deep into it. I think we might even have actually talked about it earlier. It might have been off air. We might we might have to do the X-Files movie at some point. Well, I, if we don't do it on your show, it's happening on this one. <laughs> oh, I fucked up, by the way. I want to believe is the first movie. No, oh, it's not. It's the second no, it's the second one. Is it? The first one's just called X-Files. I thought it was called... The tagline was called Fight the Future. And Fight the Future. And sometimes they refer to the movie as Fight yeah. the Future. Sorry. But officially, it's just X-Files the movie. But Excuse I guess... me. I meant to say Fight the Future, sure. not, yeah. not that. I want to believe it's the second one. Yes. I want to believe you. That I'm ready to believe you yeah. about what you're going to say. Uh, well, I like the other tagline, trust no one, I trust neither uh, of you. There's a lot... thing? There, there's a lot more taglines when you're watching the show. They change it up a lot. Nothing important happened today. Uh, That's another yeah. one. Yeah. <laughs> Just to finish that thought before I totally lose it. He could be one of the colonists. Like one of the, the gray <laughs> aliens that could change their face into uh, Shao Kahn and all that. <laughs> so yeah, she gets picked up by the Illuminati. Yeah. And he's like, oh, you survived. You know, I never wanted this to go this way or something. He's um, like, it's supposed to be a spiritual experience. Yeah, you're, you're not supposed to die. And that's why I You're think... supposed to be a better person. I know John Kramer from the <laughs> Saw movies, and he was part of the Illuminati as well. That's why there's eight of those yeah, films. Yeah, yeah. I, and that's why I joke about Martyrs a little bit earlier, if you've ever seen that movie, yeah. where like the that, whole, that movie's super fucked up. But at the end, the whole thing is like, oh, well, we act, we're trying to get them to be so scared they'd see like what heaven is or whatever. And well, then, you know, there's a twist at the end. I won't spoil it if you haven't seen it, but near, near death. Yeah. Similar concept yeah. where it's like, oh, you were supposed to transcend the sphere and then, you know, come out a spiritual awakening. 
but no, but let's let's drop you off at a police station or a hospital, even though the hospital is heavily implied to be someplace that's just gonna sedate you for life. Uh if if I'm reading uh, well, that properly. No, 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 no. The I think the opening crawl mentioned that okay. Sally went catatonic. Sally's catatonic. Oh, okay. And she's still in the hospital for whatever reason. Right. Yeah, like another facility. I don't know why she's in that hospital, but we so see Marilyn like, Burns so on you a could gurney. Go with Sally. Oh, look, it's Marilyn Burns, who's uncredited in this movie. And her brother, Franklin, is the orderly pushing her. Look, it's Paul Partain. And he's got something in his mouth. Like the, <laughs> A toothpick? The, yeah. No, remember he had like the piece of meat in the first oh, movie? Oh, the, the, yeah, the jerky or whatever he's He's got eaten. something the in barbecue? his mouth. Barbecue? I yeah. thought he had a toothpick, It might too. be a toothpick, actually. At the beginning. I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. Check the tape. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah. But I like that he's like, would you like to go to a hospital or a police station? Which like, one? He's just going to drop them yeah. off. Yeah. Because I guess the cops will have no way to ever find them. No, because the, because John Dugan from the Texas Chainsaw yeah. Massacre, who plays Grandpa, yeah. is like, hey, you know, this happened before, yeah. and we have no idea who's done it. So I don't know what the Illuminati gains from uh, this, from scaring up by killing one girl's friends and scaring her. Is Are they like Dr. Vink, or excuse me, Dr. Yeah, Dr. Vink from Are You Afraid of the Dark, where he scares the shit out of people and makes his good soup with the juice? I, that's, oh my god! That's that episode, wow, that episode secret ingredient the shit out of me. By the way, <laughs> I don't know how you just awoken a memory. I totally forgot. Like, yeah, I remember that episode. Yeah, with now. the v v v. Yeah. So we meant to believe that uh, Rothman, because he's like, you know, I'm an artist. Like, all the previous Texas Chainsaws were him trying to get it right. Well, he <laughs> already did, but he knocked it out of the park the first time. Hey, he's a perfectionist. Oh, he's like, I'm gonna get better. Hey, well, he said, oh, he, yeah, he says some shit like, "Oh, failure maybe is why we keep coming back." But now that you mention that. Hmm. Sally is catatonic. Yeah, so it didn't. So he failed. Yeah, this is supposed to be a spiritual thing, and he broke her. Okay, I'm get it right one day. Uh, okay, but are I you like... are you okay, Renee Zellweger? Yeah, I like that she just goes fuck you. Yeah. Like, All right, well, <laughs> fucked up again. Uh, well, I guess I missed right. that catatonic line because I just assumed what like, what I just said that it's like some facility that they're putting you in, they're just mm. filling you up with like dopamine or something, and well, making you be ex- like a you know a floor. I mean, walker. maybe the Illuminati keeps her. So they, I don't know. They don't explicitly say no, we're sure. surmising. Yeah. I, I'm jumping to conclusions here. I'm trying to understand where they go next. <laughs> Cut your map out. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Obviously, Texas Chainsaw Five follows up on all this. Uh, <laughs> And uh, we couldn't just end the movie there, guys, because then we need to have Leatherface do his chainsaw dance for like two seconds. Well, you got to do that. And then put the uh, the the famous uh, yeah, put, put in there. That. Yeah, because it's, it's, it's a Texas Chainsaw Massacre movie and that needs to be there. It, yeah. It's not even really the dance, though. It's like this weird thing where he's like spinning the chainsaw. I mean, I guess it kind of is. Oh, I did like Leatherface when she's getting picked up by the Illuminati. He's like, am I supposed to? Keep chasing. Like, <laughs> he just doesn't know what he's supposed to. He's like, when, uh, Fil- when Filmer dies, yeah. he holds a chase and he's like, ah! <laughs> It's pretty funny. Was that part of Rothman's thing? It's like, well, this time Leatherface is going to be sad. <laughs> I, I am the great architect. <laughs> now it's a Matrix fucking thing. <laughs> well, that now Darla and Grandpa have to take the whole gang and find another place to haunt so they could be the next. You know, next there's the, plenty the, of, the next of the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. There's plenty of abandoned buildings in Texas, yeah. but they pick the one that uh, Valak's in. Not Valak. <laughs> well, that's how they meet Lily <laughs> Taylor. Say the nut? No, no, no. <laughs> what the say we got that conjuring connection there. Yeah. Uh, Jan or Jan Valak from Vampires. Oh, okay. Yeah, oh. yeah, yeah, yeah. And then yeah. it comes full circle. We meet. We meet. Uh, uh, <laughs> Does James, James Woods? Does Leatherface get a, a wood chainsaw? Does it get a mahogany chainsaw? Oh, yeah. I don't he's know like, what it's hey, cut. He's like, hey, Leatherface, you get, you get hard from that or what? When you rev it up? <laughs> he's like, <laughs> I, 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 
I mean, weird, <laughs> that's what I thought. Weirdly enough, that's a buddy cop movie. I would pay money to see. <laughs> Imagine James Woods and Leatherface like vampire hunting together. I, 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 remove Baldwin because you already have enough disgusting shit in there with him. <laughs> well, it's, it's vampires three. Oh, they're going after Baldwin now. They're going for vampires. Look at the next generation. The next generation, right? Because they got a fire chainsaw massacre. The next generation, chainsaw chase. Because they don't the obviously. Generation. I mean, I haven't seen the second one, but I'm assuming because it changes actors and everything, they don't actually go after Daniel Baldwin yeah. and Laura Palmer like they said they're going to at the end of that the, movie. Oh, yeah. The best thing about Vampires 2 was the Bon Jovi? Triumph, no, the Triumph <laughs> Insult Comic Dog. He's ah. in there? No. Oh. No, they did a segment where he was interviewing Bon Jovi and they're like, oh, I heard you're going to be in a vampire movie and he's like, yep. And he goes, finally, a role that requires you to suck. <laughs> <laughs> And that has stuck with me oh for my. years. Like, that is a good fucking burn. <laughs> All I remember from that is the cowboy guy going, you gotta care about the fucking. Because he's watching porn or some shit. Like, a character arc, like, they cut out of this movie. Yes. Right. Speaking of uh, sequels to vampire movies, we should do uh, From Dust Till Dawn too. Oh, my God. Wait, isn't there, like, three of those? Yeah. There's three. There's three. And there's a TV Blood show. Money? Yeah. Yes, the TV show's good. Is it's it? just the... The first season is the plot of the first movie just expanded upon. And Robert Rodriguez, he learned more about like Mexican vampire lore and works that. In. Oh, the movie, really? They're just classic yeah. movie vampires. Well, I wouldn't say classic movie. Well, vampires. I mean, like uh, they're they in the ballpark. In, it's like, oh, they turn into bats and this. And oh, sure. Through, like yeah. the, the TV show, he learned more. But so there's like this whole tie to this like snake god dimension. It's, it's oh, I, clever. I love that. That sounds great. I never checked it out. Yeah, it's after I, after the sequel, the, the movie sequel, I was like, I'm never fu- with Robert Patrick. I'm never watching check this again. it out. I decided to check it out because that uh, Liza Gonzalez girl's in it. So I'm like, well, ah. I got to check that out. Uh, now it yeah. all makes sense. And I got like real into the show. I'm like, it gets a little goofy, but uh, what you call it? Um, as long as it's in a fun way. Uh, what's his face? Uh, Jake Busey is sex machine. In oh, my- wait. Yes, what? yes, but. The character, like actors from the previous series, show up as different at characters. So he actually hangs out with Tom Savini. And oh, like Jake Busey has the second. Yeah, and Tom Savini makes fun of his name. I think. <laughs> I think this seems like that's your name. <laughs> that that's some good self aware comedy. Yes, yes. Uh, but m- I, m- much like some of the comedy in this movie. Yeah. yeah. So we've come to it. Yes. Where are you putting this, fellas? I'll put it right back on that shelf there. <laughs> well, I mean. I mean, I think you'd get mad if I threw it in the dumpster. No, don't. Oh, copy. Jesus, no. We'll put it right. Look at that. There it goes. Right, 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 right back it's up fun. there. It's, it's a fun movie. Uh, both cuts are interesting. Mm. It's a fun movie to research about and look like about the making. And it's a fun movie to think about it. Like the whole Illuminati thing, the whole self-aware like commentary stuff. It's it's interesting. It's it's better than Leatherface is in the woods again. <laughs> And and now he's chasing Jessica Biel in 3D. Again. Like, 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 yeah, it's just like... There's something more to this one. I don't know if the audience was ready for it yet. Ahead of its time, you would say? Yeah, probably shouldn't. If they wanted to make any kind of money, they probably shouldn't have made this version of the movie. But they were trying something. It was the 90s. You had to try stuff. You had to one-up the 90s. You had to one-up yourself, you know? Being, right, yeah, seven up yours kind of yeah, stuff. Yeah, seven up yours. <laughs> exactly. Same to you, same to me. Why Thanks do I remember up. that commercial so well? Because um, it's funny. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like you're not going to... I don't know. It's a fun time. I think you could have a lot of fun with this movie and think about it and dissect it. Sure. Whereas you can't really, other than the first one, even the second one, it's just like, oh, it's Texas Chainsaw, but like funny and gory. 
And that's about it. Yeah, but this one is like, oh, there's a lot going on here. I don't know if it all works, but it's interesting. Um, this is in the dumpster. Yeah, I, <laughs> I mean, but I, I that get didn't it. take long. <sighs> Listen, like. Maybe new li- listeners wouldn't know this, or watchers, however you want to word that. I've put a lot of movies over my time on this show in the dumpster that I actually like. Uh, me saying it's in the dumpster isn't immediately like, get rid of this, I don't ever want to see it again. But I also, the way I rate shit, it's bad, but I enjoy it. Uh, it's definitely like, probably middle of the dumpster for me. Uh, you don't gotta get too deep. You get like that arm in there. You, you push past the jelly donuts and my my old standby, the dirty diapers. And <laughs> I mean, you, on put, it, you push nubbins out of the way. Yeah, you get that body out. You might take his jacket because it's a pretty nice jacket. Uh, you honestly, you might even go call up Leatherface, ask for a little help, have him bring the chainsaw. And obviously, you want the uh, the Saw's family chainsaw with, when he comes, obviously. so you can cut. So they can cut. Again, I'm not sure. It depends on what version of Leatherface we're working with. They can cut a hole into the side of the dumpster and, uh, I don't know, hug a bunch probably falls out. Monster Closet probably falls out. Shit. Uh, <laughs> Mortal Kombat 2021 falls out. <laughs> and, 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 you know, maybe it ends up under the dumpster. Maybe no one no one cares anyway. But then you just place this movie in there and uh, you want Leatherface to fix it back up. But then Vilmer comes out and says, look what he did to the fucking dumpster. <laughs> Uh, and, uh, oh, Vilmer survived, okay. In this version, in this okay, version. Okay, okay. Again, McConaughey, he's all over the MDU. He's, <laughs> he, 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 he dies and he reappears somewhere else. Uh, yeah, this movie's a lot of fun. And, yeah. and I said this on the episode with uh, you, Tony, and yeah. Joe, over on Hack the Movies, that uh, it, it's not one of the best movies, but it is a lot more entertaining than some of these other sequels where it's I, just, it, it's so weird. You have like, to watch it. Anything past two... I'm probably going to watch this the most. Yeah. I agree. It, well, I'm going to watch Texas Chainsaw 3D probably the most. But, uh, no, like, like cut, if yeah. I'm in a mood for, like, a good Texas Chainsaw movie and I don't feel like watching the first, like, if I don't have access to the first two, whatever reason, <laughs> I'm like, all right, I'm going to put four on. Yeah. Not it's three, fun. though. Not three. Three's a fucking... Oh, Three's damn. a one and done. This is one you can return to. We'll get to three. <laughs> uh, this is on the shelf for me. Yeah. Uh, again, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna echo the sentiment of Tony, where that first one really captures everything in this series, and the second one is just a fun extension yep. of that universe. Because he didn't want to do it, he's like, whatever. We're gonna do it, it, uh, text chainsaw again. He chases. Here you go, paycheck. Yeah. Uh, and like three is a nothing, and 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 four. Uh, the next generation has so much weird shit going yeah. on in there. It's a movie I've thought about on and off for, like, 20-something years. Yeah. Like, it's just, like, every and once in a while, I'm like, did that happen in that movie? And it always stuck out, like, again, even with the even with the artwork, it, it's always stuck out in my head. Mm. Um, I've been a, it, it was a big part of, like, going to the video store and stuff like that mm. um, in terms of, like, renting or seeing the, the Chainsaw movies. But the concepts with the Illuminati and, like, how uh, the, the meta stuff was even ahead of its time, yeah. I feel like. This movie's aggressively 90s as well. Yeah. Um, Real cynical. It's, 90s were pretty it's cynical. It's super cynical. And again, that, that meta thing here that I don't even think... The only thing that really comes to mind is like student bodies, but that's like intentionally a comedy. Friday Part 6 was a little meta. They were testing the waters. Kind of. Yeah, but that's I think, also like a classic in my opinion. Yeah, but I think like um, even like the writer of Scream was like, yeah. hey, we got a little bit of a wreck. Because they... 
in that movie is when she's like, we should turn around. Why? She's like, seen enough movies to know a guy with a mask is not good. <laughs> He's not yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, this is definitely, like, the next step. And unfortunately, can't, can't, funny thing is, Scream beat it on a wide scale. Oh, big time. Because it came out first, I think. But if, this would have beaten it to the punch. It fucking tickles me to think that, yeah. like, if West Family was like, hmm. <laughs> I can do that better. <laughs> and and he he objectively, he did. Yeah, yeah like, objectively, he did. Like, I'm not I couldn't lie. ask him. I wish I could ask him, right? Uh, it's also that thing, too, like, not to get off on a Scream side tangent, but it's like, that was a new franchise. You had Wes Craven. It was, like, heavily promoted. Mm. It obviously blew up. Well, yeah. Out. This is the fourth in, in a series, and it's one that, like, they didn't want anyone to know about for, for a while. Well, they, they tried to reinvigorate the series with yeah. this. Yeah. Kim Hangle went back to the first. That's what he meant by going back to the first one, trying to reinvigorate the series mm. and... and Make a Texas Chainsaw Massacre for this generation. But, yeah. but again, like these movies, like they all—I'm sure they all turn a profit because they're cheap to make. But they're net, like outside of the first one, they're not huge cultural. No, like I, I would hits. Agree, I would agree that like no, like, no one second, from the second one is definitely a cult classic. A cult classic, yeah. yeah but I'm like, the, no one from the first movie like became huge. No, like act. It's not like. People remember Halloween too because Jamie Lee Curtis became such a huge fucking celebrity. Right. Like they'll remember some of the stuff, but like these were just kind of like, oh, there's another Leatherface. Oh, cool. Yeah, like like Gunnar Henson and like in the horror community, people know him, but beyond that, he's he's like probably the biggest name besides Hooper out of that, right? Yeah. And because he's the original Leatherface, yeah, right, you know what I mean? Right. Nobody really talks about Bill Johnson or yeah. R. A. Millahoff or even what is this guy's name? Something Jacks. Yeah. <laughs> I said it earlier. Care. Even yeah, Kate yeah. Hodder for. Parts or even three, yeah. But yeah, it's very, it's very of its time, but also ahead of its time. Mm. And it's just a weird place to experiment with this stuff in the Texas Chainsaw Massacre <laughs> yeah. universe. Right. Yeah. Well, that's that's key. <laughs> it's not necessarily a bad movie. Yeah. Uh, again, the director's cut's way more coherent than than the theatrical version. So either version's getting, fine. You kind of get the point of either. You kind of get the point, but. It, if you can watch the director's cut, that's yeah. Scream Factory Blu-ray. But um, it is—it's a sight to behold and kind of dissect mm-hmm. uh, for sure. In completely different reasons than like the first film. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a weird—it's a weird uh, uh, social commentary. And it's fun to see baby Renee Zellweger and baby Matthew, Matthew McConaughey. Yeah, Matthew McConaughey's worth price of fucking admission in this yeah, movie. Yeah, his performance is great. I not it, it is good, and we were making fun of it in this episode, but it's because it, I just it makes me happy. When he I put him up there crazy. with like Arlie Ermy and oh, the remake. 100%. Where like even if you don't really like the movie, their performance is just so, so good that you're like, all right, I didn't waste my time. Yeah, fully. it's very, very. I, I mean, I'm not trying to take anything away from McConaughey at all. He's yeah. an amazing actor, but it, it, again, it, it makes me think of Nick Cage and some of those like really unhinged roles that he has. Oh, sure, yeah. similar kind of acting style. And like, it's so it's so weird to see him as like a bad like this is like his first bad guy role. Too. Yeah, I mean, he was super, I mean, I'm, super young, super fresh. We're right off days confused. It was just like it was just. And I'm sure it helped him prepare for the Dark Towers. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he also. I, never I, saw love, I don't want to see. It. Oh god, I was gonna say he's also like he. He was, he was like Ryan Reynolds at that point in his career too. Like he had those big hits, but it's like a lot of that romance novel st- or romance yeah. movie stuff he was doing in the late nineties. Right. Like, well, by the time this was actually released, because they fumbled the fucking ball like three times. Right. Oh, I have a, I have a box set at the office called the Matthew McConaughey Collection, and it's like three rom coms. It has this in it. Right? I was gonna say. Yeah. Like, oh, I man. Should, I should like put Texas Chainsaw for and just like give it away at a convention. They're like, "Wow, these three movies are pretty crazy." If I ever yeah. 
get the chance to meet Matthew McConaughey. He is signing my fucking tape. <laughs> just and don't give probably, it. To... He'll probably break it over my fucking yeah. head. And be like, oh, Vilmer! I don't think he would care. No, just wouldn't. don't give it to Renee Zellweger. She clearly is a little more touchy on the subject. Yeah, but she made fun stupid. of it in White Oli and ah, whatever. <laughs> Again, we're talking about Oscar winners here. Yeah. Why do you care? Yeah. True. Um, I don't. So, yeah. Just like we're worried about Daniel Baldwin someday actually hearing the show. <laughs> Slim, I, I would love to see it happen, but I'm not banking on it. Well, look, I, Daniel, I think you're a great human being <laughs> and a wonderful actor. And as far as I know, you never killed anyone, so you're oh. cool with me. Mm. He is a Baldwin, though. Is well, that one getting cut? <laughs> no. no, no this is not corporately Anything. owned. Allegedly. Allegedly. Jury's still out. Anyway. Any, anything goes on this show. Um, we got to come back to taking candy or stealing candy with Kuno. Uh, yeah, Baldwin will be on this show Bald, at some point. Baldwin will return. Long oh, God. Oh, okay. Daniel. <laughs> not <Margaret>. that one. <laughs> the lesser Baldwin. Okay. One of the lesser. Um, Adam, who's not even a real Baldwin. But anyway. <laughs> um, that's it. Uh, don't forget to check out uh, our commentary track with Tony on yes. Leatherface, the Texas Chainsaw Massacre 3. We got coming at you on Patreon. Both of our Patreons will be available on. Sign up for both. Why don't you? Yeah. Go for it. Let's do it. Let's do it. Why are you, why aren't you doing it? Go right now. It's right there. Just God do it. Damn. And while, while you're there, you can get a, a mini sewed on on Scream. Can you believe it, Joe? I I didn't know that, but now the patrons do. And, and that one's actually available for the two dollar tier. That's on the two dollar. You don't even have to pay the five bucks. You can keep the five bucks. Give us two bucks. <laughs> yeah. So, but, but but really, you want so to give us the five keep, so you can hear the commentary get track three with Tony. Bucks, you get to keep yeah. well. It's a actually, Ghostbusters reference, the one that you actually like. So oh, we thought you would get the joke. It was just a joke. But don't, really, don't bring up Ghostbusters. Please don't bring up Ghostbusters around me, please. Before it gets too I, Maybe I'll, we'll cut that just to save you some, some I can't break. go one day. No, I'm kidding. Anyway. Uh, I apologize. No, you're... In my Scream 5 review, I, I apologized and said I love the new Ghostbusters. I'm good I, I for you. I changed my mind. You're a fucking liar. No, I changed my mind. I love it so everyone can stop yelling at me. Just like the prequels. Yeah, prequels are great. Star Wars prequels are great. Love it. Love it. They're great. They're Stop so yelling good. at me. They're so good. Stop Lights yelling up. at me. So, yeah, you can get the commentary track, the, the mini zone on Patreon. Uh, do us a favor before you get out of here. Like this video. Subscribe, please. That would be awesome. We're new to this whole YouTube thing, so we got to keep our mind in you. Yeah. Um, and, again, if you're listening to this on audio, anywhere you get your podcasts, uh, go over to Spotify. Go over to Apple Podcasts. Leave us that review. Give us those five stars. Uh, it's huge. You don't even have to buy anything. Uh, it's free. You hit me. It's, it's free. So <laughs> was that. that was I was going to let it slide, but I thought I gave you a fresh one. <laughs> like McConaughey. Yes. Slapping me around. I'm going to fucking slap you. <laughs> Dude, Elmer. And stick my fucking fingers in your mouth. Oh, my God. Don't stick them in his nose. <laughs> you know, you can pick your own nose and you can pick your friends, but you can't pick your friend's nose is that I've heard that. I mean, you can. It's not a three stooges shirt my dad used to have, so it must it makes sense to me. <laughs> must be true. So go to go to moviedumpsterpodcast.com, go hit sign up for that Patreon, get grab yourself some merch, um, support the show because we love you. Yes. Yes. And we need you to, so do it. I mean, lo love's a strong word. You seem nice, it's pretty cool. Where can everybody find you, Tony from Hack the Movies? <sighs> I mean, you don't have to. We can just cut the episode here. Yeah, that's fine. You can find me. You can find me yelling at a theater during a show. You're just supposed to say. That's your hell, right? Currently, you can find me live streaming like an asshole in the woods. 
It's not even a joke. I've been doing that. Is Leatherface there? That's the question. <laughs> no, but this, <laughs> me live streaming in the woods would be more entertaining. No, go to hackmovies.com or hackmovies on YouTube or your podcast app of choice or patreon.com slash hackmovies. You can find everything there where I, uh, I, I sit in a real video store. It's real. I know you got you like this. I, I've been there. Like this is clearly well, this, this is clearly a set. This um, is a dungeon. Yeah, this is the dungeon. video dungeon. Yeah, yeah, but it's not even a dungeon. I'm I work in a real video store uh, that we just <laughs> never show the fourth wall to. Um, and I talk about movies with uh, friends and acquaintances, uh, <laughs> sometimes enemies. And uh, yeah, you can check that out. It's always a good good time. It's it's fun and fine. It's fine and fun. Fun and fun. Hashtag fun and fun. Why did that catch on? I don't know. I don't know. That episode it's, didn't even do well. But anyway. It's funny you say that, though, because like, I just say that sometimes. And I everyone no, has been... So, I had no idea that that was a thing. Everyone's been telling, like... I don't know if Kieran gets it, too, because I guess he technically started it. But, like, uh, Justin and whatnot, they're like, I just keep saying that in my day-to-day life. I'm like, why? I'm like, and, and what's that episode, Tony, that you're talking about? It's the re- Resident watch? Evil Welcome to Raccoon City <laughs> is fun and fine. It's a good descriptor for something that's just middling. <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah. Fine and fun, yeah. fun and fine. fine. Question mark. So that's it for me. And us. So that's it. That's the return of the Texas Chainsaw Massacre, a.k.a. Texas Chainsaw Massacre, the next generation from 1994, directed by Kim Hankel. I'm Joel Escola. I'm Sean Rourke. I'm Tony from Hack the Movies. Thanks for visiting the dumpster. We'll be right